Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. Joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Shalom, gentlemen. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, first, we'd like to wish everyone a happy new year. First <laughs> show of 2022. Year. Which also means we might have some new patrons. Kamar, do you want to read them off? Nice fucking subway. Uh, yeah, um, I, I just want to say anyone who's not a Patreon, get on a message board and say thank you to the Patreons because they're so special to us. <laughs> also, anyone in uh, the Colorado area, I hope you're fine. Did you see that wildfire? It no. wasn't even a wildfire, just like a thousand houses burned down. Jesus. Um, not this time of year is a good time. Uh, big shout out to Dustin Crutcheville. Dustin Crutcheville. Thanks, Dustin. Something tells me you're butchering that name like you do all of them. Like a butcher would. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dustin Crutcheville. That's amazing. <laughs> um, changes changes the name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Uh, Cody 420 Med X. He's back. That's He's a return. Back. Fuck yeah, Cody. Get him back up on that horse. So cool. Welcome he back. Sent us, he sent us some dope that one time. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. How are you doing? I can't believe people stick around. Big shout out to Christine Snell. It always blows my mind when it's a woman listener. You know what I mean? I find us repulsive, but uh, <laughs> someone out there listening. Thank you. Uh, Christy, is that her? No, Christine. Shout out Christine, Christine Snell. Christine Snell. Much love. Looks like a little cutie. And uh, big shout out to Nona Geringer. No way I fucked that up. Nona. Thank you, Nona. Is that like a grandmother? That's what <laughs> <laughs> that is the name for a grandmother. An Italian grandmother. Yeah. And of course, right, happy Matt. year to yes, all the patrons. Simon. You guys, I, I don't know what I'd do without you. And um, you have my love and respect. Do we have right. any listeners in Romania that you know of? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm sure that. If we, if we do, reach out. Why? Because of vampires? Oh well, that's something. because of vampires. No, I'm just I, I'm 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 I feel this kinship towards Romanians, gypsies, Romanian gypsies. Cancel that guy. Yeah, you can't say gypsy. Uh, you can't. Um, it's a whole culture of people over there. Whoa, whoa, travelers. whoa! Geez. They're called travelers. Yes. Oh well, I'm. So, that's yeah. I don't think that's true. You stand anyway. correct. They're called travelers. You don't think that they. Okay. You, know you think it's like Latinx? Like I think gypsies they, are like, we're gypsies, I asshole. I think they call themselves gypsies. Okay. I think no, I mean, I could be totally you wrong. Call you know what? Romanians, reach out. Let me know. But only gypsies. Oh, yes. Obviously. You don't want some regular Romanian no, no, reaching no, no, out. No. Well, unless they know the answer to that question, okay. in which case they'd be useful for the conversation. But yeah, you're looking for a gypo to reach out. And that's gypsy that's with an A, not a gypsy with an E-R. I could go G-Ipsy if you'd rather. Yeah, that'd be better. Um, so Kamar, how was your week? Well, you know, this uh, self-imposed lockdown has been everything. I think I watched the internet again twice. 
<laughs> All of it? All of you it. You finished it? I even started watching bad movies from beginning to end. Um, but my highlight for me was New Year's Eve. I sat at home and watched all the specials. Yeah. Like NBC, yeah. CBS, um, ABC, and CNN. And uh, CBS was in Nashville. Yeah. So it was like the country. Okay. Bringing the New Year's. No masks, no distancing. Like, of course not. Yeah. They're getting it on. Uh, ABC was a Ryan Seacrest, Dick Clark special. Yeah, New York, Times Square. So lame, so distanced. Yeah. Just like... Sad, Miami was Miley. Uh, no, NBC was in Miami with uh, Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson. But her nipple made an appearance, so that's always. I have plus. footage of it. If anyone wants that, um, that was the best one by far. No social distancing. They had masks and on and nipples. Like, so and nipples, that. but it was like it felt like when the camera was on, they like put masks on, but they, people were just wilding out. And CNN, you know, um, the bane of my existence, was hilarious because. Um, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper got wasted. Weird. Like they were really drunk, and then after Don Lemon was in New Orleans, <laughs> just hammered, and it was, it was like public access television, and I really enjoyed it. It humanized them for me. Interesting. And then today I was walking to store, and I cut past this little mall to get to the store, and I saw a glove on the ground, and I was like, "Look at that! Some schmuck lost his glove." Tom Hanks. And when I got to the glove, it was my glove. <laughs> So be beware what you wish on other people. <laughs> if yeah. that's a if that's a lesson to be learned. Did you lose the glove last week or something? I must have lost the glove yesterday when I was getting. Um, what was I getting? I think I was getting pasta sauce or something like that. I remember there was a photo went around a while ago of a, someone had taken at like the MoMA in New York, and they were like, someone clearly dropped their glove at some point today, but everyone is too afraid to pick it up or touch it because the way it landed made it look like an art display. <laughs> so everyone was like carefully walking around this glove. I don't know. I thought that was fun. This is the back of a Chinese restaurant. It was like, <laughs> not art. <laughs> How did you lose your glove in the back of a Chinese restaurant? The the the, 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 the mall, one of the gotcha, my okay. favorite yeah, Chinese restaurants yeah, yeah, in there. Okay. But yeah, it was a pretty quiet, lonely New The story Eve. is changing by the second. Next thing you're going to know, you, you dropped your glove by the pier where the prostitutes yeah. hang out. It was and you just happened to be yeah. walking by the next day. So I was doing some heroin. Truth be known. Oh, and this is another the huge scandal. So I told you I went to that wedding for my brother. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I told you, but for dinner, it was three courses. Choice of appetizer, main, and dessert. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Why are you food? Why are you, you know shaking your is. head? This is how your week is every week. <laughs> and um, and there was two appetizers I wanted. Yeah. So I said to the waitress, "Give me both apps." He goes, "Well, you're only supposed to have one." I said, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> like I was somebody, and I got the two apps. And um, you know, mid dinner, someone was like, "Did you order two apps?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did. I did. A guilty as charge." You took someone's. No, no, I no. didn't take anyone else's. I just ordered more than I was allotted. Yeah. And my stepdad didn't know. And then on Chris's dinner, I told him, and now he's so upset. He thinks I brought shame on our family and disgraced us. It was almost. For ordering two apps? For two apps. And I was like. At a wedding? I was either like. It's not even like you were at a restaurant. Someone's going to go, that guy's a fucking asshole. Or I like the moxie of that guy, taking what he wants. And, and But. <laughs> It was just, I would never, even in my Larry Davidist of Larry David moods, would never be like, did that guy just order two apps? It felt like a curb thing. Like, what would you, you're like, okay, fine, have the fucking shrimp and the salad, I don't care. Weird. But yeah, so I'm disowned by my, my stepfather. It's, I didn't realize it affected him so much. 
I mean, I have a feeling it's compounded, but that's just me taking a guess. I don't even want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> okay. I know that you into, I'm absolutely on your stepfather's <laughs> side. It's funny to me how clueless you are to the world, though, that you think that that's just okay. Yeah. I so mean, let me ask. Everyone's sitting at a table. There's eight of you, nine of you, something like that, 10 of you, I assume. I think there's th 13 or 12, yeah. Oh, everybody, you're at the family table. Everybody's eating salad, yeah, Matt. No, but Kamara's eating salad and soup. But this is it. So I want to know. So did they bring both of your apps at the same time? They did. And no one noticed. Well, I hit it. Everybody I, noticed. You're insane. I, no, hit, but, I hit it under a centerpiece. Oh, so you just had like a soup in the middle. Like, yeah. is this someone's soup? Oh, see, oh, wow, is that's the an even better play. over there? So be, be, because I know yeah. I, that's a better I, play. I hid the app, I, the I knew I was maybe in the wrong, but I, I mean. Oh, you knew you were in the wrong. You hid the app. This is crazy. This I story offered is it totally to other people, apart. though, who also wanted to try the shrimp cocktail. Now it's coming together. So you definitely knew. What you did was wrong. I was told I wasn't supposed to do that. Did you oh, also wait, hold on. Like, you were told by piss the in the closet or something, and you're just not telling us that part of the story, and no. that's why your dad's Hold angry. on, though. Told by the server, that doesn't count. Well, exactly. And anyways, I've brought shame on my family. I apologize. And the podcast. Uh, well, no. <laughs> hey, right in. Would you get two apps if you really were dying for another app? And... <laughs> it can't be about the money. So you wanted the soup and the salad. <laughs> I wanted the burrata salad and the shrimp cocktail. Kamara, it's, oh, and the not, cocktail. it's not about that money. Those people are already laying out tons of cash. It's a principal issue. And the bride... Who are you, the Prince of Sudan that you get two apps? The bride wanted the wedding <laughs> to be in Tuscany. Like, <laughs> everyone should have all the apps they wanted. This guy I, saved a mint. I have a feeling the story goes something like this. All the wait staff get a meal as well. They each get three courses. You... <laughs> took a wait staff. No, I, I'm just joking, Kamara. Who cares if you got an extra app? Who cares? Do you want me to yeah, talk to I your agree. dad for you? Uh, no, he's still it's still pretty sensitive. And, uh, we're just going to wait till next year and then maybe talk again. Let's feel it out, okay. <laughs> the next wedding, you'll make sure you don't order apps and point it out. Hey, no, dad, look. He goes, I'm actually not having an app <laughs> yeah. this wedding. Take my I, app and give it to somebody who needs one. I'd like everyone to see this, please. <laughs> I'm going no app. I going to go down to Brantford with the shrimp cocktail. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Donated by... Anonymous, because we were wondering if they're the type of people that drove the whole way home, going that fucking guy, two apps. Can you believe the moxie? And they're not that chill. Wasn't so it like your brother? It was my brother's uh, extended family who now think I'm a piece of shit, and I don't even have a family because my own family disowned me for taking the, the app. Oh well, don't turn this into a sad thing. This was it's funny. Not, it's not this a was thing. funny, I, and now it's sad. Ask me if I would do it again. Of course you would. I would do it again. It felt very Larry Davidish, though. Who takes two apps? I, I, if you break down your life, I bet you feel it pretty Larry David-ish. Without the billion dollars. Simon, how was your week? Yeah, without the billion dollars. Um, my week was okay. It's 20, 20, whatever. Two, two. yeah. Um, I saw a, on the way over here, I saw a crow mm -hmm. eating a dead squirrel on the road. Huh. And I don't know if that's a good metaphor for 2021 or for what's coming in 2022, but I think that pretty much says it all. Huh. And yeah, I don't even think I'm going to celebrate um, New Year's anymore. I'm against New Year's the same way I'm against Daylight Savings Time. Um, because what are you celebrating? Like at this point in my life, I'm celebrating getting closer to death. So yeah, yeah. if... I want to be alive, so 
it's the opposite of what should be going on. It's like stupid at this point. I think you're looking at it the wrong way. I think someone like Betty White celebrated every New Year she made it to because it was like, you know. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, but okay. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hate New Year's anyway, regardless. I think we're at that age where it's just not. If you don't drink anymore. I mean, I've always hated any holiday that gives people or any occasion to get fucked to up. get drunk like that. It's just things never go well. I agree. I can agree with that. The best New Year's I ever had was in Costa Rica. Well. And I, I just uh, keep chasing that high. The best New Year's I ever had was in uh, Scotland. It was actually Hogmanay or whatever. They Sounds amazing. It. But yeah, but that's what you have to do. You have to be somewhere totally different where like mm -hmm. even nobody, that doesn't nobody help. knows you. I'm telling you, I, I lived in New York. I was telling Mary last night, I specifically like I came back for Christmas and I said to my parents, I was like, I'm going back for New Year's. I could have done New Year's in Ottawa. Worst, worst mistake. New Year's in fucking New York is trash. Unless you're uber rich and even then you can't get around yet. I went to New Year's one year in... Yeah, I guess if you're rich. Yeah. Actually, it was the 2000 New Year's, mm -hmm. which was crazy, in Amsterdam. And that city is built to hold one million people. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? No. Humble it's, brag coming. It's all, no, no brag. It's all canals and like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so it, it's one of those places where you literally can't put more people because you'll end up in the waters at some places, you know? Anyways, they fit three million people into Jesus, the city. Jesus, Jesus. It felt like something was going to go horribly wrong. I don't know if you guys saw London last night, London, England. They had announced ages ago that there would not be any fireworks on New Year's Eve. They said it. They were like, there's not going to be, because of COVID, we, we're not doing it. They still showed up in droves, phones out at Aww. midnight waiting, and nothing happened. It was so sad. A flash mob. Where were you for 2,000 years? <laughs> uh, I, was, I was in Blackburn Hamlet at a house party with an ex-girlfriend. And Blackburn Hamlet, let me just tell you, you don't want to be there ever for any reason whatsoever. Especially if it's the end of the world. Most of the houses are chill. Yeah, we thought I was in I was in Australia for two thousand. I just remember that. And I mean, you were both in chill places, and I was in like a absolute Blackburn Hamlet. Yeah, Blackburn Hamlet. Wow. Otherwise known as Orleans. Yeah, no, but like the, Orleans is okay. Blackburn Hamlet fucking sucks. So that's your week, Simon. No, then? Okay, so sorry. back to my week. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about the government has come out. They've said there's aliens. Everybody's in agreement. We don't know what these things are. They've made departments to spend money to study them and to track them and to do all this shit. Yes, that is correct. Okay, so we're all kind of there. Mm -hmm. That's the disclosure everybody was looking for. They exist. They're here. Nobody is kind of, or I wasn't thinking until recently, but that's just a whole new, there could be an earthquake that kills everybody. There could be a comet that kills everybody. There mm. could be a nuclear war that kills everybody. You obviously watch. Don't look up. There could be a nuclear, uh, an alien invasion that kills everybody. And I'm not saying like um, they're going to send lizard people down. I'm saying this is obviously a technology that we have no comprehension of. What is to stop something from just showing up and eradicating us completely? Yeah. Like that's out there now. That wasn't that always out there? No, I don't think it was because before you could say, yeah, I mean, maybe that's out there, but maybe they don't exist. Maybe we're the only things in the universe and it's going to take a meteor or an earthquake or something natural from Earth. I just, I find that very interesting. Nobody has kind of. I mean, the alien argument, I would say, 
and this is how's your week. So let's try to make this quick. It, it's they would have done it by now. They wouldn't I agree. Have, it's I don't think they'd there. wait for us to. I don't think they'd wait for us to get more technological. Again, they're leaps and bounds ahead of us, so it doesn't matter. But uh, why think, let us catch up? I think that's a again. I think that's a crazy way to look at it because we're putting a human kind of time frame on something that is totally unlike us. In for the. But even then, eradicating another species, you're also putting a very human thing on it. Yeah, or or not. I mean, look, all I'm saying is that that possibility is now a possibility. I feel like that was always there. I me too. Did you did you watch Don't Look Up? I did. And you watched it we already talked yeah, about. Yeah. Did you guys think it was a metaphor for climate change? I thought it was a COVID metaphor. No, I don't think it was a COVID metaphor. I think it was like a built up of a lot of things that are happening at the same time and they just kind of amalgamated you could you insert whatever as the comet i yeah. guess yeah you could use that yeah I, well, I, anything anything where covid and climate change was the metaphor he was trying to do apparently i did i didn't see it at all i just thought it was the general apathy of society yeah it makes sense that everything could be in front of you and half of the people would still be like not true and then the other half yeah i mean we're living through it we've been living through it for decades simon was that your week sure that's it? You I said mean, sure. I, sure. I got a lot more, but I'm sure well, we'll, save it we'll, for the post, we'll get to it. How was your week, Matt? My week was fine. How crazy is it, though, that I log on to Reddit? Oh, my God. Is that not insane? I log on to Reddit New Year's Day to a random thread that I follow. And again, it, I don't click on everything in that thread because I don't really give a shit, but it said auto in it. So I was like, oh, you know, I drive around a lot. Let's see if I reckon. And it's my dude right in front of my house. It's crazy. So you saw an accident in front of your house. That's what you're trying. Yeah. To sorry for out. the, for the listeners, there was a video on a Reddit thread of a guy, um, demolishing a car in front of my house with his truck. Obvi- in my opinion, drunk on new year's, definitely, it's a hit and run. Definitely. Drunk. Yeah. Like he hits the car. He hits a curb. He nearly hits another car. He nearly hit our car, which you can see in the, anyway. so that camera. Yeah. Is that just somebody's like door camera? Like how did they get such a great a fucking ring. It's camera? A ri- it's like a it's like a ring camera. Yeah. Wow. It's, that's amazing. That's what we're living in now. Because yeah. there is no anonymity. No, you can't get away with You anymore. can't drunk drive like an asshole on New Year's and plow well, into I mean, they won't catch that guy. There's not that. definitive anything in there. Like, Were you at all concerned that you may be doxing yourself? If if more people listened, I wouldn't have done that. But like no one listens, no one's gonna fucking. What do you mean to where he lives? Yeah. Oh my god! Trust me, nobody is fucking looking for the flag with Matt. Yeah, they don't have to do any half this shit they did to find the flag, though. I don't think it would be that hard to listen. It wouldn't be that hard to find us anyway. You know his last name. I like it's called a phone book. I just don't (laughs) think it would be that difficult to locate Matt. (laughs) The Terminator over here. It's true. Uh, but yes, Kamari, it, obviously it had crossed my mind. It did, but, okay. But that, again, that's all I wanted. I then said to myself, I was like, no one listens. I'm not at Joe level. No one's going to swap me. No one's fucking. Listen, nobody in Romania is going to go through the links to. Yeah. Like, listen, if this thing starts getting 100,000 downloads an episode, then yeah, I'm a lot more cautious about that stuff. But either way, I just thought that was a crazy way to start the year. And I, I then went outside. Like I said, I went out and looked and the track this guy made before he hit the other car, he was like two feet from taking the ass end off. Mary's it almost car. looked like he pulled out from next to your car. No. Cause if you look at the tracks, I he know. like swung. I'm just, if this gets a hundred thousand, <laughs> I will be doing the podcast on zoom from rehab. <laughs> I don't get it. Cause he'll be fucking flying uh, with money. I'll and... be like fucking picking out the teak for the private jet. Oh, I, I, 
<laughs> I see. Oh, I see. I, it, wow, it, that's going way back, eh? Would you be concerned though if so? I was like, ah, shut up your house. I, I, I just that's the first thing I thought. I was like, holy fuck, the coincidence of you seeing that, and then, well, you really, you really showed them where you live there, Matt. Uh, I don't care. Everyone loves you. Like I said, I don't think anyone's coming after me, so I'm not that worried. Wow, that is like the very last thing I thought of. It just shows you where everybody's heads are. Yeah, I'm too go. trusting. All right, well, let's uh, let's do this. Let's get into the guests. Who was on this week, Kamar? Real shit week. This was tough because uh, last week uh, I got my mirth. And <laughs> Stop. He <laughs> thought uh, Joe B, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. But Welcome uh, yeah. to the COVID show, baby. We started with 1754, Suzanne Santo. <laughs> then a name that's been mentioned so many times, and you don't know anything about him. The chillest, laid back comedian I've, I think, has ever been on the show. 1755, Tony Wids. Then everything just went downhill. We had uh, 1756, John Abramson on the uh, dangers of pharmaceutical companies. Finished by. 1757 Dr. Malone. And I know people don't want us to talk about COVID. We'll try not to. <laughs> we'll try. But it could be very short. Do people not want us to talk about COVID? I think it's us. Uh, I mean, I, in general. No, I think also COVID. people are tired of it. No one wants to hear about it. Well, we, we as individuals have nothing to offer, like medical advice or anything. Yep. It's the same broken opinions. Mm -hmm. we've, we've flipped a million times because of misinformation. It's It's just frustrating. But I look at this because I've been watching a lot of shows with lawyers and stuff. Joe <laughs> is putting a case together. Like oh, yeah. Every single person. And I think this is his, I rest my case. Like, don't poke the bear. They poked Joe. And instead of shitting on them, he just went and got everyone else to make his case. Mm, that's, interesting. that's interesting. And I hope he's done. I hope he rests his case. No. Once this guy, once this guy said multiple times, "You're very well informed," I was like, "Oh my god, 2022 oh, is going to be terrible." There's a dick sucking. We're going down a terrible rabbit hole. All right, well, do you want to rate the week? Four guests. That's kind of the sweet spot for us now. Ideally, if it, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I give it a, I give I give it a two. Sorry. No, I think I can. I. Yeah. Who was the one before the doctor? Tony Woods. Well, which doctor? No, no, no. So doctors. wait, it was, hold on. It was Susan Santo. Yeah. Then Tony, who? Tony Woods. Tony Woods. Then? Then the... Uh, John Abraham. The, right. yeah. The guy, oh, yeah. Then, the okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, no, but he was talking John Abramson. I'll give it a three. And I'll give it a, a three and a half. I, I realize it was heavy into the COVID in the second half of the week, but... I found both those episodes, like, again, if that guy's not, like, a Nazi doctor or something, then he had a lot of interesting information. Yeah, yeah there was a lot. There was a lot to tackle, for sure. All right, well, let's get into it. First show of 2022. Let's fucking go. 1754, no, Suzanne Santo. I'm not celebrating, but this is the first episode of this year. Just not with so much vim. Let's go. I mean, we could, we could just sit here and shit on a... I, I, you know, I want to say, if you met her, you'd probably be like, "Oh, you're 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 a cool chick. Like, you're cool. Like, you, you know what I mean? You would in person, you'd enjoy her company and 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 leave going, what an interesting, neat person. I, I hope the best for them. This is called the compliment sandwich. Yes, come here. 
Agreed. But eight episodes in, and we're having the exact same conversations. Listen, I was going to come in here and just have a heyday shitting all over this. Trying to turn a new leaf. It's 2022. I'll say this. This, this, let's look at the positives. This goes to show you what a great guy Joe Rogan is. If you're in his good books, if he likes you. Because like we all agree that it's just not happening for this chick, right? Joe will never give up on you. That's it. And I was thinking about it because I, I wrote on the Reddit. I was like, this is a Brendan Shaw moment. Like this is a chance for him to sit her down and be like, listen, maybe it's time to learn to code or get a degree in fucking something. Or you know what I mean? But then I thought about it and I was like, no, this is Joe. She's not getting brain damage from playing folk music. No. And most places that I look say she's worth a million dollars. So fuck, she's way better off than I am. Like, go fuck yourself. Are you going to say it, Kamar? I, 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 I'm I, just... Actually, I want to do a little exercise because this is the only way this works. What do you want him to say? Sorry. That she lives with her mom. So she's a worth a million dollars. I don't know. I don't know if she actually lives with her mom. I think she moved back with her mom as everyone did because she was afraid of COVID. But you are Joe Rogan. Okay. And I'm Suzanne Santos. Okay. You call me up and insist I go on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, <laughs> Suzanne, do you want to, you have to come on the show this week. Oh, Joe, no, no. I I, I have nothing to offer your show. I mean, I, I want to come down there and stuff, but I, I, I'd love to hang out with you, but I don't want to go on the show. Listen, come, we'll have some meats. No, Joe, it's it's all right. It's all right. I really, I, 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 I just, have a lot of meats. I have nothing to say. I'll come, I'll come down, but I. Do you want to kill something with me? There must be someone else more deserving that hasn't been on your show before. So I'll, I'll come down to hang, see the site. Maybe you could do a, a folk set at the Vulcan with me. This is what I realized. She moved it. She moved to Austin and this is her last time on. Can we say that? No, this is not her last time on. Are you nuts? I don't know what to tell you then boys. She'll go down with the ship. She'll what be... was the point of that whole yeah, little fucking Yeah, I wasn't sure play? either. I, I had to play the, Joe what's Rogan. The, uh, she the resolution not here. to be on the show. Yeah. He insisted just overrid her. And just... Who insists on not being on the biggest podcast in the world? Someone who's really self-aware. Mm. I don't I, I don't know how we get three hours out of it. I don't think most people listen to this and hate it as much as we do. Well, no. This I think one most I people said. just don't listen to it. If if you were to never heard her before, this is fine. This is a fine potpourri of conversation. I find she uses way more words than she has to to get her points across. I just look at this like, do you remember that Chappelle joke about uh, 9-11 and how MTV was like, we're now going to go to Ja Rule to see what Ja Rule <laughs> thinks about this. <laughs> this... <laughs> this to me is like yeah. it like when he's talking about social credit scores with her it's like I don't give a fuck no disrespect to her I don't give a shit what Suzanne Santo thinks about social credit scores I don't it's to me I honestly and I'm going to sound like a real piece of shit and that's fine it felt like that scene in Forrest Gump where Jenny's playing the guitar and the guy just yells out show us your tits like I honestly was thinking at one point like just sing yeah. And I hate music on this show, but I was like, just fucking sing. Say three guys who are, you know, talking into the void. What do you mean? I just, I just mean like, she, she has, yeah, we hate her, but. No, I, I, I don't hate her. She seems like a hurry person. Her, super her, cool. I just ta- ate. her take on social credit scores is probably more valid than ours is. Yeah, uh, I don't want to hear ours. <laughs> That's what I mean. But we have a podcast. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I take that back. I, I because she's on, anyone can be on. 
you don't have to have. Yeah, this should give something. you hope. <laughs> it, it gave me hope. No, I lost hope from this. Because I was like, Joe, instead of calling up some Joe Schmo who might really need the fucking... There are a million comedians out there who need the help. That's and Susan Santos has been on nine the, yeah, times. That's yes. the real fucking... That should be the crux of it. And again, no disrespect, but no like, disrespect. you've been on this many times. You need a fucking social media person because you should have at least 100,000 followers. I think. You're a woman and you've been on Joe Rogan. But boom. As a woman, you should... You, I feel like yeah. you're born with 20,000 Instagram followers. Honey should be like... Honey, honey should be like quadruple platinum. By well, honey, point. honey is no more. No, no, I know. But you, you understand what I'm saying. She could yeah. use this platform uh, to yeah. start a podcast and make a whole bunch of money or, or whatever. What I see, why doesn't Joe try to get her in contact <laughs> with Miley Cyrus or Demi Lovato? I found out, you know, Demi Lovato dated Luke Rockhold. That's weird. Yeah, isn't it? I did not know that. I found out that uh, Whitney Cummings dated Brenda Shop. Yeah, we all I, knew yeah, that. We knew that. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it on this show. My bad. There goes my topic for the post, Joe. Um, <laughs> good food makes you feel bad. We talked about that. Good food makes you feel bad. <laughs> yes. The better it, yes. the worse it makes you feel, the better it is. Like taste-wise. Yeah. And I've always said I, I, I would want a tube. So you can eat whatever I want and it just slides out the back. But steak is one of those foods that tastes amazing and apparently is very good for you. Yeah, that's, that's you know what? That's, that's probably the one to the exception rule. to the rule is steak. I would agree because like meats. I if I and that's all we should be eating, right? Like not really all meat. Like if you have a bunch of turkey, it's gonna fucking put you down. Yeah, and turkey is I don't love turkey the same Without way the I love steak. I like salmon though. I like, I like I don't like fish, but yeah, you know Simon's right. I think steak really is the exception to the rule. Like I could eat a huge steak. Just a steak. Just a steak. No you don't sauce. need any sauce. This is what I'm saying. Salmon, you it's the sauce that makes it the good. Glaze, Chicken, definitely. whatever way you're cooking it makes it good. Steak, you just throw that motherfucking thing on a piece of on a fire. I mean, even a really juicy chicken, amazing. I want some like Diana or something to yeah. go with it. Like oh, you need something to Yeah, go but with like it. steak, I don't need shit. Salt and pepper. That's all you need is a well seasoned steak. Oh, and cooked properly. Yeah, of course. It yeah. It can be overcooked. That's true, yeah. I was watching some, I don't know, my wife was watching some reality show and they were ordering food and the woman says, I'll take the steak, well done. And, I, and nobody at the table says anything. It's like eight women. It must have been one of those like um, reality shows, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, it was. Selling Tampa. It, that's what it was. Yes, man. I knew it was. The, yeah. the new one with yeah. the, it's like. The um, African-American. Yeah. yeah. And somebody ordered the well done steak. I was just like, this, who does that? I love selling Tampa. Of course you do. It has, she's uh, Ocho Cinco's uh, Yeah, baby mama. mama. Baby yeah. mama, yeah. I, uh, I mean, listen, I look at it like this. If you really want to eat a steak well done, I'm not going to say shit. Nope, if you're paying for it, especially. But like an animal lost its life, you might as well eat it. I mean, again, you're going to eat it, right? Like, this is the thing. If you order a well done steak and you eat every, every bit of it, what the fuck? I'm still eating a steak. Oh, it's just fucking, it's... Gross. It's gross. That's I'm going to say it. I don't like to like say things the way people eat food is weird or gross, but that's just gross. That's the biggest, biggest indictment of uh, Trump. He likes his steak well done? With ketchup. 
Oh my god, he should be. You should be shot for that. To be completely honest, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like he's also the type I mean, to be hilarious. like. It just makes sense. That's all they had to do to get this guy out of office. It's true. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. let the people yeah. know Fucking you cannot be again. trusted. That's like calling uh, Gatorade by its name. Yeah, I'll have lemon lime. Okay, cop. I'll have the, I'll have the mountain grape. Yeah, it's red, one. motherfucker. <laughs> but I, I mean, it really comes down to desserts. There's no dessert you eat. I don't if really fuck is, with desserts. So that's yeah. That I'm lucky. what? What's the end of that if statement? If you eat too much cake, you're gonna feel bad. But cake feels good, or ice cream, or anything. It tastes so good, but it's not good for you at all. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel shitty after. Mm-hmm. If you eat a Claire and a um, cannoli, like it's the mouthfeel, everything's good there. But then after, it's not. It's not. I mean, anything super heavy in sugar is just gonna crush you at the end of the day. And the older you get, the worse you get. The itis from everything once you hit like. 35. I stopped uh, New Strop. Year's resolution, no more Red Bull. I switched to the organic one. You mean the sugar-free? No, no. There's this guru. Oh, okay. It's an all-organic I see what you're drink. doing. Okay. Were you noticing something from the Red Bull? No, I just didn't like that it had this, like, grip on me. <laughs> it did have a grip on you, yeah. It has a grip on me, but I like, um, I like the cherry Coke. Or it's cherry, black cherry monster or something. Monster energy? I think so. I feel shame drinking it. Like I need a brown paper bag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those monster drinks are embarrassing. They make them like especially big cans too. I'm just not extreme enough for it. Um, She uh, talked about how she was just doing wild stuff when she was 16 and she was out there. And I think she just maybe lived her best life. How do you mean? Like she 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 did all her her crazy things, and now it's time to settle down and have a family. Yeah, sure. she maybe chasing a dream that she's already lived. But maybe she's just happy to be in Austin playing gigs, and like she has yeah. money. She's not. She is not living in a cardboard box, and she's like, married now, or she's with a guy anyway. Well, didn't she say they got? Engaged or married? I thought she said that. I don't think she said that. But I, I I thought I heard her say that she was really frustrated with by streaming income isn't enough. And like she luckily got this show that was like all the money for the year for her. Like I feel like she's a struggling musician. Okay. And, and that, Maybe I'm that, wrong. that's fine. But um, Well, you're not struggling if you get one gig that takes care of your year, are you? Yeah, it's tough to say. Like, if you got one comedy, if you got booked tomorrow for a comedy gig that was going to pay you fifty grand, it would be tough to then call you a struggling artist, would it not? Uh, it, w- <clears throat> it would be once that money spent. If I didn't, like, obviously, not just Susan, but all artists are in the pinch. Unless you're a super artist with streaming, you just don't make the money you would be traditionally from album sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, traditionally, so but live performances so maybe now uh, as we come out of covid she was i guess stuck in la which is just a horrible place to be right now yep um and so maybe she's gonna get in the scene join gary's band that sounds like that might be lucrative you know you know what's amazing kamar when you watch uh, and matt i suppose um <laughs> when you watch i'm here you're here too when you watch yellowstone and every song they play is a country singer that Joe Rogan has had on his show. It's always like Sturgill Simpson or Gary Clark Jr. They talk about Gary Clark Jr. like he's, um, they talk about him on the show. When? There's like a scene where they're going to see a show or something and like 
I don't think so. I think yeah. you're making that up. I've I, seen all of Yellowstone. I am not making that. Kamar, do you remember this? It's in, I don't. It's in this season. Actually, I don't know when it is because I just rewatched the whole thing. It's not in Why this Why would season. you do that to yourself? Because it's such a great show, Maddie. I told you it's the best worst show of all time. It's oh, terrible. I don't know, man. I think Cobra Kai is the best worst show of all Okay. Time. I tried watching that next season of Cobra Kai. I don't know how I watched any of that show. That is actually... that. That is... The, uh, uh, a streaming company calling us stupid to our face. Yes, and I loved every minute. Oh, of it. no. I refused. I turned it off. I refused. I just thought it was interesting that Joe last week was bemoaning there's no music with Brian. And then this week, Gary Clark Jr. is just heaven on earth. Like, it's almost as if he has a disconnect. You know? <laughs> and in Austin, that's like the live capital music of uh, America. I think he just uh, puts on the coat he needs to the person he's talking to. Uh, Joe expanded his uh, molestation story even more in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's really got layers to it. I think we could have a docuseries. And <laughs> she added hers to it. This is what, which one with the guy at the fishing hole or the library? The library, the library. and the fishing holes now seem to happen in the same week. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy. But she saw someone who walked in her backyard constantly that end up being a and then he was rapist. a serial rapist. Yeah. So I I thought her story was, it, it's always interesting the story of almost like you almost the story would be way more riveting had your car got trashed by a drunk driver. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? The the the, the fact that you were in the area, but it's like something almost happened to me, isn't something happening to me? I finally watched um, Mar of East Mayor Mayor of East Town. Mar, yeah. Um, so that was very good. It is very good, man. It was a great show. Was that all you wanted to introduct that you finally watched? Well, just Mare that had Town? a whole bunch of like rape in it and mystery and kind of, yeah. The just old mysterious rape, made, huh? Made sense to what Kamara was talking about. I don't know. I got you. Then she actually said out loud, I told this story before and then told the story. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was because I just, I, I blank out. I really did a disservice to her. Uh, then she sang a song. Whoa, sorry, sorry. Did she say that or are you saying that? I'm she, saying she said she repeated a story. I'm not going to repeat the story that she repeated. But she, she oh. said... I, what was the story, though? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Your note was that she repeated a story that she, she said, had said? I've already said? <laughs> I've already told the story before. Yeah, that was a note. <laughs> oh, well, now I'm curious. And then she sang her song. Which was fine if you no, watch it's it on not regular uh, speed. It's not fine. It is not fine to sing on the show. That's not what this show is. It's never been what this She's show is. She's got so much competition, though, with Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish and fucking uh, Brandy Carlisle. She's popular. Like, like, I think too many people have called him Johnny Carson, the Johnny Carson of today, that he thinks that he's, like, running a variety show now. There is no fucking singing on the what is going on here now people are just coming in with their guitars like it ain't no thing you know who we have to thank for this believe it or not go on lex friedman ah oh, with the poetry this, no well, with we his love guitar oh. he came on and played the fucking theme or whatever i don't know yeah lex can do no wrong do you know in a cooking show when someone tastes food they go mm, that's so good yeah, yeah. you watch them I'm enough time like okay yeah. they're just putting that on when she finishes a song, the exchange after that, like when he goes, that's amazing. And she's all, oh, I know. Like, it's so like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a special moment. Um, it is amazing though. And 
I think it's a telltale sign that we will be um, in the metaverse and all this technology out of control in that maybe you're too young, but you played the snake game on your phone, didn't you? I played the snake game. I'm not you that play, fucking young. No, Jesus. no, but you played it and it was stimulating. Yeah. And now I can go in the casino. I can play pool. I can play backgammon. Like, yeah, just the natural progression. There's no way this thing's slowing down or turning back. Which she she seems to want to unplug and stuff, but that won't help her career if she does. Unfortunately, she's stuck in that position. And she said, the most pretentious thing I think she said was, "I'm listening to Hemingway right now." What does that even mean? You're, what you does have that a, even a Hemingway mean? book on tape? Because she said she reads, but now I think it's like you guys read. Like, if you read, it's glasses on, flipping pages. Listen. And I don't read. I've actually glasses on, flipping pages, read for whom the bell tolls. Hemingway is terrible. In your humble opinion. Yes. It is. It's so slow and drab. But he was just a writer. I mean, it's like have it's very descriptive. Well, he was an adventurer, because I think I confuse him with a British prime minister. Yeah, yeah you with certainly Wins- do. Winston Churchill. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. Those two, the, those are interchangeable to me. They are not at <laughs> they all. They are the same not person. the same person. Yeah. But if anyone says, "Yeah, I'm reading Hemingway right now," I leave the room. A, because I don't know what they're talking about, and B, because it just sounds so pretentious. Well, I'm telling you, you're not missing shit. I'm never reading another Hemingway. Is what? that the only, that's the only book you've ever read by him? Yeah. Why? Have you read much? We had to read a bunch for school. Had to. Key point. Yeah. No, of course. I didn't do it on purpose. And it wasn't like I read it and was like, oh, now I got to go read something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's not good. It's not like, I don't know. <coughs> but it, does it mean something to you when someone says they're reading Hemingway right now? Means they're means going you're an asshole. reading an old book, which I find odd, but. I mean, maybe if you haven't read it before, I guess. Uh, maybe she's going for inspiration for a song. I was thinking because uh, he really, I mean, he always blows him up, but this was the the biggest glow up of uh, David Foley. Yeah. I've, I've, I mean, and I think David Foley is a genius. I love Kids in the Hall. You do too? I, again, genius, I think, is like an insane term. To well, not like Conor somebody. McGregor genius, but like. <laughs> No, Dustin Poirier genius, but um, I just wonder what happened to Dave Foley. Last, I mean, obviously the divorce and stuff. But last I saw him, he was like commentating on poker games. No, but where he did was, you see that? He was on a show that like I just five years watched ago, not too long ago. Hold on, it just feels like he got lost in the mix. And like Joe said, he was the the shadow producer of that show, and we all love news radio. I didn't watch news radio. You still haven't? No, you and oh, Simon are big fans you of get news to, radio. You've never watched news radio? No, sir. Oh, dude, that's a really funny show. Phil Hartman and Andy Dick are that. in their prime. Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. And Joe and Andy Dick together are fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's a really good show. And I was thinking, you know, alternate timelines. What if, because he talked about news radio was one show that he thought, you know, I've been on lots of shows and they, they all get... Uh, can't wait for him to be canceled. I thought this one was going to go. What if news radio had blown up? Like to a friends type thing or something. You know what I mean? Well, there'd be no JRE. Actually, no, you can't say there'd be no. I don't think there'd be. Because he had money when he started this. He didn't start it for monetary reasons. Yeah. You but, could say that he might not have the time. Maybe. 
I mean, it just go in a different direction. If it blew up to like a Friends or Seinfeld, a million dollars an episode, they it, were never even in that air. I mean, was, I guess. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess from a, from like a network standpoint, maybe he couldn't do the show like, you know, you can't talk about this. You can't have the flesh. Like, I guess maybe. Yeah. I mean, listen, an alternate reality, of course, everything's different. Well, he did Fear Factor, so. Yeah. And it was pretty big. Yeah. But again, yeah. I just, it, it just, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a blessing. I think that it didn't. We, I was thinking uh, this really doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I was thinking the other day how Harry Potter, did you guys read Harry Potter books? No, just, just the first one. I actually read it. Um, Glasses on. Yeah, no, I, I read them too, Kamar with my eyes, but I was just remembering how like, that was such a huge deal when a new Harry Potter book would come out that people would line up at the store at midnight the night before to try and get like one of the copies of it. Yeah. That was for a book that we read with yeah. our eyes. Yeah. That's all, um, <laughs> uh, pre, uh, social media. Mm hmm. A S M. Uh, that's yeah. That's what we're gonna have one day. What the day. hell's ASM? It's gonna be like BC. Yeah. Okay. But what's the acronym? Before social or after social media? Okay. Gotcha. I don't know what you call that thing. You know what yeah, I yeah, mean? Sure. Internet. It doesn't seem right. But okay. maybe that is the point. Like pre and post internet. So I, you think it's just because of social media that people aren't lining up for books now? Is that what you're saying? I think that's a huge part of it. You're yeah. saying that's not happening again? I think so much more of people's lives are taken up by whatever, Instagram, whatever you want to call that. You know what I mean? That there are just less people reading. The, those things aren't as big a deal anymore. I just... But they talked about on this podcast, Twilight came after. Like, that was the same thing, right? It wasn't, not the same kind of hysteria. It was big. But not, I, I just, look, I, those things dwindle as we go. And, and I wonder then, if in 10 years, there'll still be a book that like sparks that. I, I think there will, because after people. Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey had its thing. Yeah. But again, by that point, a lot of people were just listening on tape, like you were saying, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, people would give Harry Potter books as presents. <laughs> that's know? how I that's, got mine. We're in the midst of the death of the page turner. Or at the the tail end, you're saying? I uh, I don't know, man. I'm probably like, look, we're right on the cusp of plugging into some sort of new universe. I don't think you're going to give a fuck about reading a book anymore when you can go and live that book. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Well, people are still writing books. I, I don't know who's buying them, but well, and soon everybody will just be writing code that will go. You know, you'll buy a adventure that you can play virtually like a imagine the holodeck you know that if that's what we're thinking we're going to get to one day you're kind of plugging in put in the western program i want to go live fucking harry potter whatever and i guess it would have to be if there's an age restriction come on how much more susan santo do you have there because we can't give her Oh, I, I, I'm making stuff up as I okay, go Okay, then good. Let's let's <laughs> no, just no. move on. Because we talked about Talladega Nights, and I just thought it was interesting how far um, Adam McKay has gone. Yeah. He's full activist filmmaker now. It is insane to me to think that that's the same guy who directed that. And Step that, Brothers. And um, Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. Yeah. Because yeah. what was the one before this? Oh, The Big Short, right? Isn't that the same dude? He did dude? Vice, The Big Short. 
Like The Big Short is such a brilliant fucking movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't find this one brilliant in the same way. It was good. Don't get me wrong. Like it was good. Because I I don't know if this is, but The Big Short was sort of like an after the fact, like, oh, that's how it went down. This is going still down right it. now. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, I couldn't laugh because it was like, uh, it's true. You know what I mean? I couldn't could enjoy great, that way. A great plot for a movie, and you could make kind of the same kind of movie, uh, loosely based on like Oumuamua. So you have this giant thing in the sky. That nobody, it, we think it's just a comet, and then you kind of play it out from there, where everybody's trying to figure out what. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I just feel like there's been a million movies like that. Have there? Well, something's close to Earth. Well, you always, is it a comet? Is it not? I mean, usually in those like sci-fi movies, you know the aliens are coming, and mm -hmm. then they are like getting ready. So this is just all suspense as to is it even an alien? What? Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not such a great movie. Oh. So you're not going to write this then. If, yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> Joe insists that if you have a problem, you call the Hulk. Do you agree? No, that would be the last superhero I, 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 I would I don't call. know why he thinks the Hulk can just smash. The Hulk is guaranteed to, like, he'll Create save 10X you, problems. but yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, he... His solutions will create other problems. Yeah, he's an you definitely want animal, like, like a beast. Superman. Like there's a guy who's really respectful of private property. <laughs> and superpowers. And Thor obviously is the most powerful of them. Thor is not respectful of private property. Should be though. though. No, because he's an Asgardian, so he's just like fucking mortals, you know. Even then you don't want don't Thor care showing up. Your building. He leaves with your wife. He solved your one problem, but takes off with your girl. Yeah, but he's a god. I'm telling you, Superman, he's the strongest. He's going to give you the most help, and his ethics are beyond reproach. That's true. Um, they're having a discussion where Joe says, so the problem is getting your music to people. Like It just wasn't like everything's going great. That, that That's all I'm saying, that, about struggling or whatever. But again, how can, you, how can you say, is the problem getting your music to people when you're sitting on the biggest podcast in the world? Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's on SoundCloud. I don't think she's exhausting all the things. Like, possible, possible to get your music out there. I think she's just old fashioned at 37 years old, 37 years young. Um, the best, though, is when Joe shits on Jamie for having a golf simulator. I, in my head, I just imagine because he puts it in the way of his fucking hunting simulator. I know, yeah, what a dick, yeah. <laughs> like, pot, the kettle is black. I think he's finally understanding, though, that, like, Obsession is obsession. Doesn't matter. Just insert here. Yes, he's afraid of golf. <laughs> bring in your he's afraid bring of in golf. your simulator and insert fucking obsession here. But just saying how ridiculous Jamie has his golf simulator and he has a fucking hunting simulator. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. I thought it was a little uh, lack of self-awareness. Uh, love the Jamie. Um, they talked about aliens. That's the best. Avatar. Whoa, wait, what? what? They talked about aliens? Yeah, they talked about aliens. Well, let's Simon didn't listen to the episode. Deep. Did you did listen they, to this episode? I did, but I don't listen. I there's I listened to a lot of episodes this week. Okay. But same I, as same amount as us? Probably more. Okay. They talked about aliens and James Cam how James Cameron said oh, first the first the aliens was a horror one and then they came back and said no, there's millions of them. I don't know, they're easy to kill, but there's a million of them. The movie Aliens. Got yes. it. Sorry. I, I remember. <laughs> I thought I miss like alien. Ding, talk. ding, ding. Well, you could extrapolate to that. And then they talked about Avatar, which I don't know if it'll ever come out. The second one? But then Joe said, I think they're making three or four and at the same third, time. And third, yeah, I think they're making them at the same time. Which I look forward to. 
And uh, then uh, Susan made an interesting point about how she was like, give me a lethal weapon. A movie? Just the realism. Of a lethal weapon? There's no special effects. There's no CGI. It's all like doable. I think you're forgetting that like in Lethal Weapon 4, I'm pretty sure Mel Gibson drives a car through a building, Dude, like, it, through like the eighth story of a building and then onto a highway from that building. That Yeah, that's such a weird statement. That's like saying uh, the first Die Hard, totally believable. The ones after that, not, no, it wasn't. Like <laughs> yeah, the guy swung out of a window with bed sheets. He was barefoot. Hold on. Through he was, a broken he was barefoot window. Barefoot for half the movie. I know. Like it's. No, no. no none no, of those movies no. are believable. That's not how that would go down. Once franchises get past three, yeah, they start grasping at straws. But Lethal Weapon was totally possible. And that's this topic for the movie game this week. I, I, yes, movie game. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come Man and Simon, two rags of brains to guess the budget in the box of beers. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E Movie Game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game. Was That, that was like the Migos right here with that after. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucked it up. No, I thought that sounded amazing. I was like, did he re-record it? <laughs> It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head-to-head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make it, how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Susan Santos' favorite style movie, a realistic movie, Lethal Weapon. We're doing the first one. The very first one. You, you've seen it. Yes. Can, you, can you pass me a pen, please? There's one right on the couch beside you. Wow, Matt thinks of everything. Well, the best is that he's locked in there, so he's really thinking about I, how I to... Can't, I can't get it. Kamar, you want to give him that pen? Starring... Oh, yeah, just a second, pardon me. Here, I'll do it. Starring Danny Glover, uh, Mel Gibson. Isn't the money there, Kamar? I can't look at the. I don't want to look at the screen because I don't want to. I don't want any early info. You want the book too? No, just. Well, this is terrible podcasting right here. Kamar's trying to doggy door Simon a fucking pen. Wasn't that fucking hard? I'm trying not to cheat. Oh, it's exposed. What was the budget? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. Don't worry about. It. You didn't see shit. <laughs> All right, Lethal Weapon. Here we go. Directed by Richard Donner, starring Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and our favorite Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Music by Eric Clapton. Music by Eric Clapton. I, I, yeah, That's I, a weird fucking yeah, curveball to throw in there. Weird little thing about Interesting. that. Okay, I'm ready. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm really, I want to give a thanks to Simon for not uh, poo-pooing this because uh, the star is Mel Gibson. This is before we knew he was so anti-Semitic. You know I watched Apocalypto, so I don't really... Oh, I can't wait to talk about that on the next podcast. If it doesn't make him money, He'll which this it. doesn't, I'm okay with it. This was just off... Because did you ever watch any of him in The Road Warrior? The first, like, Mad Max? Well, that, that's where he's from. Mad Max. Mel Gibson. Well, I have seen Mad Max. Is that what you're asking me? Uh, yes. Yeah, it was just such a weird way to say it. But again, the, like, Thunderdome was big budget. The other two were just, like, driving down a highway, like, almost horror movies. Mm-hmm. And they were really raw and good. And that's where Mel Gibson started. From the shores of Australia to superstardom and super infamy. I'm totally ready here. Oh, you've already got like your... I have everything. The year, the budget, the uh, box office. I have the year. I don't have anything else. All right, what year do you have? 1988. 
I have 1987. Matt is in play, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, 1987, yeah. March 6th. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. Let's get excited. You know what I've realized uh, through the weeks or through the past week watching movies? Go on. The more production companies, the shittier the movie. The more production like, If you watch a movie from MGM Grand, you know, the beginning of the movie, yeah. MGM comes on and yeah. then the movie starts. Yeah. Or Universal Studios, or there'll be two. But once you go to Grindhouse, never seen movies like... Anything with Daniel Radcliffe has eight production companies in it, and it's just fucking dog <laughs> shit. All right, so I think it cost. Um, I'm gonna change that actually. This was distributed by Warner Brothers. I think it cost yeah seven point eight million to make, mm-hmm. and it made um, ninety eight million. Wow, I think we're pretty close here. I said it cost seventeen point eight to make, and it made eighty seven point four. Oh man, you just had to go a bit bigger. Fuck. Budget fifteen million. Ooh, oh my that's god, head so on the nail. I pretty much nailed that. Yeah. Box office one hundred twenty point uh, two million. And that's with a fifty. Pretty, that's a win. You're pretty fucking close. That's man. a win. Nice work. It's only buddy. forty million off. What a way to start off the year with a movie game. Year budget and box office. Close. I won't. I'm not giving myself all three, but no, I love you, that you guys are. You don't. You. Yeah. I, I, had you said 100 million, you probably would have felt better. Yeah. If I had said 100 million, million I would have. Uh, yeah. 110. I've won. There's no doubt there. Oh, yeah, Come on. It's like, case <laughs> closed. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And uh, no, we're done with Susan Santo. That's it. That's the movie game. I just thought it was funny. Her <laughs> and Jamie wanted to fight about the uh, Matrix, which I haven't seen, so I, I can't say anything. And I don't see myself seeing. And it. how did those two not get together? Come on. Um, I I saw that's them. right there, right in your face. What? <laughs> like hook up? Yeah, like all they, you know, he's been with nobody. She's been with nobody until this year. Dude, guaranteed, Jamie is slaying a different piece of Austin pussy oh, every yeah. night. Oh, yeah. or dude, not, or dude. Sure, whatever he's into. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He's got a Tesla and Joe Rogan on his back. Yeah, rate it, boys. Um, I give it a one. Yeah, Suzanne. She seems great, but I just eight, made, put eight, it into you. Eighth time, ain't it? It ain't it. It's not a charm. I, I hope she blows up though. Yeah. That, that'd be that'd be pie in my face. That I'd be happy. I hope, to clean I hope off. she does incredibly well. I wish her the best. Yeah, take I give me it a down one. to the river. I give it a one. Come I, on, gi- I give it a one point two. Okay, Simon's being a dick about it. All right, oh, let's move on. Did you guys both give it a one? Yeah. Okay, you can hit the button. We have an agreement. We have an agreement. Simon just point twos his way in there just so we don't have an agreement. I just I didn't realize what was going on. 1755 Tony Woods. Now I thought at first it was um Chris Rock's brother. Tony Rock? Tony Rock. So it was very confused. I was <laughs> I was waiting to hear stories about Chris Rock. Chris Sto- like, yeah. in the under thing, but um I think the mark you can see of a good comedian is they bomb gracefully. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. You don't go to much. You only go to real shows, right? I mean, for the most part. For yeah. the most part. So you, you, you miss out on watching people bomb. Which is something you don't want to do. I mean, everyone talks about how it's... Um, I've been to enough of your shows, though, that I've seen Oh, shots fired! Not you in particular. Well, just, they, you know, those open mic well. shows. like. And But... For the most part, it's awkward. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But a, a, a skilled or an experienced comedian can bomb with, with dignity. Which, like, Tony Woods was just talking about how... Yeah, I've never seen it, so I don't I, I don't really know what that's like. It's like, 
as long as you stay unflappable, like, yeah, okay, guys, I'll, I'll be off in 10 minutes. Like, let's just go through that. It, it gives a comfort. It's just not funny. Like, man. do you think you're bombing with dignity? I, I know my uh, phone call between Joe and Suzanne Santos bombed with no dignity at the beginning. Of oh, the, your little skit. My little skit yeah. there. That, that was a undignified bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting at home, I thought that was going to be hilarious. <laughs> and I just imagined, Simon, stop laughing. I'm trying to get through this bit. <laughs> instead, Simon, instead, instead, Simon's glaring at you through the bubble, just like, what is this? Oh, I, I was waiting for a punchline. Yeah, it never I, came. That's that's often uh, criticism I get for a lot of my jokes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of premise, not a lot of uh, punch. Um, <coughs> wah, you're wah. hilarious. Come on, no oxygen in casinos. Yeah, that's an interesting. Had we always tidbit. thought that? Yeah, little... for sure. That was definitely an urban I, myth. I never thought urban that. legend. Yes, you did. That they were pumping oxygen into casinos? Everybody thought that. That's been the urban legend forever. Okay, You're I, no different than the rest I of us. I never thought that. Oh. Not that it makes me any better or worse than anybody else. That was just not something that I thought. I mean, again, the circulation of air and I think the AC is what gives cold, it that sort cold. of... They, yeah. they make it cold. Yeah. And they make it so you have no idea what time it is. Those things are all true. Yeah. There are no windows in the casino. But I had always thought that um, they pumped oxygen... Uh, the casino and told others likewise. I and I never been there, so I mean it would probably be a good idea because you know that that little bit of oxygen makes people feel feel really good. Uh, but no, I think it might be a bad idea because oxygen is flammable, is it not? I don't. Oh, that's pure oxygen. I don't think not the way that it would be pumped into a casino. Maybe um, sending an O 2s I think the casino looks at it like we're doing fine. We don't need another leg up here. Like just the air starts catching on fire everywhere. All oxygen is flammable. Well, I like that. Well, he's saying pure oxygen. I got it. We checked that in real time and found out. Uh, the other thing is a weird thing about one hit wonders. Chamba Wamba. Well, in music, but it also happens in comedy. Like we've talked, he talked about Chris Tucker. He said he maybe only has seven minutes. Yeah, but Chris Tucker. I He's mean, made billions of dollars doing fucking um, I know. Jackie Hour. Chan movies. <laughs> and now that one hit wonder won't happen in comedy necessarily, but will happen on TikTok mm -hmm. or whatever. And these people get a five minute bit. And he played, I don't know if you heard it in Fast. It, it doesn't work, but it's, um, I think she was a Hispanic mm -hmm. girl, did the um, nail salon. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a weird cheat code that anyone else, I think that would have been called out. Like it was funny, and I know a girl who can do that accent <laughs> amazingly. She loves Vietnamese people, whatever. Like it's not disrespectful. I, I was working on my um, how to say exactly, exactory. No, no. Yeah, but like, if you did a German accent, you, no T though. Exactly. 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 Yeah, it's like that. Anyways, it's like that scene I was telling you about in uh, a Christmas story. It's offensive when I do it, but I, I don't. Exactly. I don't know how she got it. It's but super offensive when Matt does it because he's white. No, but he's skilled. Like the, the you're you're dark, so you can get away with a lot. But I don't do it well. I th I think respect for the whatever impression is should trump all. Um, 
discussions of cultural appropriation or anything like that. <laughs> Just because you can do the joke doesn't mean you should do the joke. Is that what you're driving at? No, you should do, you should do it, and it shouldn't be. Do you know what I mean? Like you would not do that on stage, would you? Yeah, I would. You do impression of a uh, Asian person. Yeah, I'll fucking let's start writing. Let's get up there, man. But again, it would be like I think the question always remains like. Could you make the joke funny without the impression? And if the answer is yes, then add the impression anyway. But if it's just the impression that you're going for, then you're treading in, you're on thin ice at that point, I think. And that's what I found what, when they played her, it was just the impression. Like, there was no joke within it. I guess. It's not so much that it's the joke within it. It's that I think if you're a woman, you've had that exact same, like that's what comedy is based in is, just putting someone in relate, a situation relate. they've been in a million times and never thought of. To. Yeah, and then do the and then the impression is just an added like, holy fuck, she really banged out that Vietnamese. I don't know. I, I, I don't. It know. just wasn't funny. She really so banged that Vietnamese. You're just, just, cut you're just doing a an accent at that point. Yeah, that, yeah, I, but accents are funny. It is. It is funny. Why? Okay, we, yeah, why sure. are we laughing at it? It's because it's a person who doesn't look Asian sounding Asian like. Like if you saw a ratchet looking black chick take the stage and then she does a bang on perfect Vietnamese accent, there's something funny about that. There's something funny about it. And again, it's not funny. Like if you don't find it funny or you don't laugh at it, that's cool too. There's a lot of stuff that like comedy is different for everyone. I don't know. It was John Doerr did a joke where he does an impression of Hitler. Yeah. But he goes, we must uh, get rid of the Jews. But he does it in an Asian accent. Okay. So, so, I'm sorry, I don't know why Hitler sounds like Asian guy. He's the best still, I say that. Um, but this guy's been around for 30 years. And this is, he's my spirit animal for what you could be. We talk about fame and money or whatever, you know what I mean? I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how a guy wanted to go to a show, but he's a waiter and he couldn't get off. And there's like, cut they, they, it was like ruining the magic. Like everyone wants to think you're just a comedian. And that's how you make your living. You know what I mean? He's, they, they were saying, sure, everyone has side jobs and stuff, but you don't say it. Like keep the magic going. Yeah, yeah. But he, Tony had no problems after 30 years. Yeah, of, doing Grubhub. He's driving Grubhub. Like, yeah. There's no shame in this guy's game. Yeah. He is, I just, like, he, he, it was so refreshing. And he highlighted that one of the most underrated places for comedy is Washington, D.C. Well, a lot of people have come out of there. Well, Dave Chappelle, obviously, yeah. but everyone comes out of there, or, or that or that scene is, and it's. It, I at first I was thinking like I'm going to make this about um, systemic racism or whatever, like somehow it's just not as a, oppressed. But so many people have come out of that scene that he highlighted. Well, I guess it's just kind of like rap. Each place has its own little thing going on. We just don't know about it because we're here. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like every every major city in the states has its own comedy scene, little rap niche scene, yeah, yeah. or comedy, yeah. I just I just felt him highlighting it, and I I think he talked about a documentary about it. It really is underrated. Yeah, just they showed some clips from it. There. That scene that's. Uh, I think around. the problem though, Kamar, is like if you take any major U.S. city that has more than uh, let's say three million people. Like, just numbers-wise, you're going to get more comedian. You know what I mean? Like, Cincinnati probably has a decent comedy scene, but there just aren't as many people, so you're not going to see the number of... Like, Boston, again, seems to have, well, per capita, a ton of... Boston is sort of like uh, um, the Big Bang. 
I mean, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, yeah. Louis C.K., like uh, Stephen Wright, like a lot came out of there. I mean, you could also then say New York, though. Like New York had fucking. Well, New York is Mecca. but And yeah. a lot came out of Washington, which you definitely wouldn't have thought of. Which like, you just wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. New York, New York is everything. But I mean, again, for me, that like that whole little belt there of like Philly, Boston, New York, Washington, like it makes sense, A, because it's an easy trip for anyone in that. It's a megapolis. Yes, it seems like Philadelphia. The, the comedy, like the perfect little spot for comedy because as a traveling comedian, you have all these massive cities within like a bus trip of each other. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's why any comic has to get to America if you want to have a chance. I agree, yeah. Or you, in our country, you'd have to be, what well, doesn't even exist anymore on much music or... Well, again, some sort let's, of following that well, way. I would just think about someone like Russell Peters who did it at a time where it was a lot harder. He had that mass, that one massive CBC special. But it, that wasn't massive. It was someone posting it on YouTube. That's what I'm saying. But it became like a cult classic that well, everyone passed around. Look at like a letter, Kenny. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that made it into the States, but somehow it's picked Corner up Gas. Like Corner Gas was huge well, in the States. I can, I can understand Letter Kenny more than um, the one that's the darling of everyone's. Trailer Park Boys? No, no. Uh, Eugene Levy's son's. Uh, oh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah. I well, whatever. I, I see it's appreciated. But, like, y- you can make a living, probably have a family. You might not see him all the time doing being a club comic in America. You don't have to even do theaters or whatever. You just got to be on the road. Chicago, you know what I mean? Um, the, the South, like um, Texas, Houston, Dallas. It's, I, I guess everyone says Florida is the worst. <laughs> and I like that he got Tony on and asked him about how he got into comedy. Like that more, um, we call it the origins thing. And he was lying to his wife. About jokes yeah. and stuff. And then they sat down. He's like, hey, there's two jokes. Shh, baby. Yeah. Take it easy, baby. This is how we do it. We all write together. It's okay. We all, this is how we do it. And, and he, then the getting paid was fucking hilarious. Well, no, he only got on stage because she called him out. Yeah. He might not even be a comedian. <laughs> like, he has the greatest story. You always hear about the hustle, the grind. I was like, I didn't want to get caught lie. So I went on stage, happy to kill. <laughs> that's good. Now, now go get paid, baby. You are funny, all those people. And obviously, I love it when a new person comes to clubs like, so so how do we get money? And everyone just laughs at them, you know what I mean? Oh, no, go go ask the guy in the back. He has your money for you. And they just give him the big, fuck you. But then he stumbled into a TV special. Like, he just has, it's the best come up I've heard <laughs> on the show. It's a good one. I, I Listen, this guy's likable as hell. And the fact that Chappelle shouted him out at his... Uh, Mark Twain Award or Comedy oh. Hall of Fame, whatever it was. And Chappelle's making a special now? Or That's is he? Cool. <laughs> like, Tony didn't really care about the special. You know, I, I, and I wonder if it's one of those things that he does sort of the same material, if, if that is, is the case. That he's just working the same set for 47 years. But I don't think it is because he seems very conversational sort of storyteller and it's just sort of, it evolves as it goes, but... He does not seem to give a fuck, and he knows everybody, been everywhere. He's just so chill. You know what I mean? Well, it's so interesting, too, that we live in a world where, like, it's such a fine line between superstardom and still driving for grub up. 
You know what I mean? Like you could sit beside this guy on a plane and have no fucking idea that the night before he was rubbing shoulders with like, or rubbing elbows with like the people that you would love to be in a room with. You know what I mean? Like it's just a weird, cause you'd always assume that that guy would be like in first class or just somewhere that you wouldn't be. Well, he know. definitely has the respect of the industry. Of course. I don't know of the, the comic industry, not the entertainment industry. Yeah. But I don't think he wants that. I think for sure Joe is going to start doing people's specials at his club. That's going to be like a thing. And that's another way he's going to help comics who haven't been able to get like a Netflix deal or whatever. He's going to start doing or maybe he'll kind of do- like funny and die. Is that what it's called? There? Funny or die. Uh, is that um, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay? No, I was thinking of uh, Are you talking about Bill Burr. Yeah, exactly. All things comedy. Is that it? I don't know. I think that's it here with that Al Magical. No, it, it would make sense. I wonder what the A, the club's going to be called, like Joe's Place. No. The Chuckle Hut. And it would make sense if Netflix, because he has a relationship with Joe, would just do what they did <coughs> out of his theater. What's the Chuckle Hut from? I don't know. I, I think that's a generic name uh, comedians say to say some shitty club. they. That would be in. perfect, yeah. Um, Kamar, I was going to say, if Joe was smart, which he is, and he has people around him that are very smart, he would just like, he would do like what Simon's saying, the Bill Burr thing. Just set up a production company, buy a bunch of cameras to keep at the club. Which they're going to do anyway. Well, I'm sure I'm they will. Sure. Well, no, it's, I'm just saying when you're Joe level, when you're Joe Rogan level rich, why bother renting equipment when you can just buy it, have it housed in the club you own, all the right angles, all the lighting, always set up perfectly. And then anyone who comes in of any size can just be like, listen, I don't have the cash. And Joe can be like, okay, well, guess what? I now own 10%. You know, he could be generous. I own 10% of your special now. And we'll put it out. We'll do all the legwork because we have it. All. I don't know. That makes the most sense to me. I yeah, imagine totally. that's all that stuff is being done. And that's part of the. I hope so. What's taking this so long to um, become a club. I am now super interested to know what he's going to name it. I, that thought has never crossed my mind before. And uh, what the fuck is he going to call that comedy? Club? The comedy shop. Mitzi stop. Th- Mitz- it's something with Mitzi. Mitzi's. That's interesting. Mitzi's. I, I don't see how he doesn't pay, away. pay homage to Miss uh, Mitzi, right? That would have to be some... The name would have to be... I don't know. That's how I see it. Maybe he could call it like uh, the Elk and the Shore or something. Mitzi's Store? I don't think he's going to go with a comedy store parody, but that's just me. No, you never know. I mean, uh, again... Joe's place. That's that's what I'm going with. That's, You're going with no Joe's place. There's no way Joe's place is it. No, I disagree with Joe's place, but you never know. You Boca. never know. Joe goes with the least fucking creative name he can think of. Red bands. Red bands. <laughs> <clears throat> so Tony told a bunch of stories. He also demonstrated why you don't tell other people's jokes. He tried a couple times and they just they never they never worked out well. And Joe's <laughs> are like, yeah, enough, enough. Because he tried to do Kevin Brandon, another guy. He also was mindful of not talking even about dead people. Even talking ill about them. Even talking ill about them, which yeah. I think is is something that should be seen as part of a, a thing in comedy. Like, you talk shit at the table about comics, but no, you don't do it publicly. You know, he's he was exemplifying what's old school. Now you watch the new school, like all the comics and shit on Louie or, or whatever. Like, you don't do that. 
You can shit on them amongst yourselves. And I always wonder when I'm shitting on a comic with other comics, what do they say when I leave? Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I wish I could be a fly on the what wall. What about comics shitting on Brendan Schaub? Is that okay, Kamar? I, I think that's... He, well, we'll get into him in the post show because <laughs> there's some developers of the Brendan Schaub. But um, I think that's just like a... It's like a Dane Cook thing now. Or uh, Carrot Top. It seemed always um, somewhat acceptable to sort of shit on them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Gotcha. With, with gotcha. no merit. And Joe's always quick to say, like, don't, Dane Cook is cool and like whatever. It's, it, it, I think, comes more from an envy and resent than actually, like, you're not funny, therefore you should uh, be a victim of my abuse. But so Tony's telling all these stories about performing with Louis, Godfrey, all around Europe. And Joe keeps going, what's the show like in Paris? What's the show like in Norway? Like It's like a fucking show, Joe. Like yeah. he, You've done your whole life. He is totally insulated to America. Because you got to imagine the podcast. He could sell out arenas around the world. Of course. But he, he just won't go. He doesn't want to do that. Well, I think he has podcast obligations that would stop. That would like he doesn't even go to the he won't even go to UFCs outside of the states anymore. And he has a family and like well that too yeah. If you don't need to, he wants to go to there on vacation and shit. He doesn't want yeah, to be working. I, I, I know, but I, I just his his curiosity for what comedy shows were like in other countries, and I, I, in my mind they're just the exact same and probably better. You know what though? It is interesting. I feel like Joe hasn't left the states in a very long time. Very, well, he went to Italy a couple years ago, and obviously yeah, but outside the last of that, he goes to Hawaii. Count. Hawaii doesn't count. Hawaii's America. I know, but it's not. It is, but it's still like a fucking. I get it. I'm not talking about oh, he took a plane ride. I'm just saying he doesn't tend to. It, I get it. COVID he's as a well, but he's a homebody. Yeah, it seems like he's very, very American now, where he's like, I'm not leaving. I mean, yeah, if I was Joe Rogan rich, I would certainly have gone to all the, like, megalithic sites in the world. Like, I've heard Bill Burr Stonehenge, all, you know, the pyramids, all that shit. He does, he does Europe and brings his wife along and, and, and makes time for it to... Yeah, they don't be. have kids, or they do now, no, they I do, guess. Yeah. Young. They, young well, yeah, maybe those have stopped for him, but, uh, I mean... Joe I, has a whole life, man. I guess so. I think he did Australia a couple years ago. Yeah, and Tony, I, or or it has to be combined with the UFC. He did a UFC, yeah. That, but even then, he doesn't do that anymore. That's like he used why, to do UFC yeah. Brazil's as well. He would go to fucking, you know, he's spoken about it many times. He went to Rio. He used to do UFCs abroad, and he no family, longer does them. Family, family. Or I wonder if he's a homebody, homebody, homebody. Like, yeah, well, really, just loves America. Listen, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would do the same. It, if you gave me a billion, let's say I make a billion dollars, okay? I have a billion dollars. I'm not traveling as much as you might assume. I, just, I hate flying. I know you wouldn't. You're not. No, wouldn't. I would move somewhere hot that I loved. Yeah. I would never leave there. Like, would you fly there or drive island. there? Well, I mean, I'd pl- fly in a personal jet to get there. No okay. problem. Okay. In we're, a personal jet, billions. I'm happy to fucking. It's true. Private fly jet. All private jet world. changes everything. Everything. But dude, they're like ten thousand an hour, a billion dollars, yeah. Matt. Like, yeah. yeah, I get it. You're yeah. de- you're dealing. You in, made up the You're number, dealing man. in ten thousand dollars an it's hour. True. It's at true. That point. Yeah. Your time is. You're tipping. Worth, yeah, you're tipping ten thousand dollars. You're fucking just breathing air. It's true. Is it's true. you know a worth a billion? Ugh. One of the couple things, hundred bucks. One of the things he brought to me, which I'm grateful for. Uh, thank you, Tony Woods, is uh, Queen of South. 
Have you guys watched that? No. My wife has watched the whole thing. Well, it's it's like Narcos, no subtitles. But he, he was explaining it to Joe, and it's about a woman drug smuggler who becomes like the biggest drug dealer in the world, right? Yep. He he didn't mention that it was a woman once. No woman talk at all. Like, did he, Matt? Did you know that it was no. a woman? I think he, well, it's he, called he Queen of the South. I thought it was based, yeah, that too. I thought it was based on the uh, the chick from Florida. Esmeralda, the cocaine cowboy. That's who one? it is. Oh, it, it, that's who it's based on? I think so. Anyways, she great. was like a drug smuggler for. Um, what was her name? Not Esmeralda. As uh, I think you're right, though. It's something like that. As Day or. Anyways, I'll tell you right now. Hold on. I'll look it up. This is stupid. In any Let's event, yeah, I guess he didn't mention it was a girl, but it's called Queen of South, but it, it, it's four seasons of narcos is it worth watching Come oh on. yeah for sure man there's there's nudity uh drug abuse, it violence. only matters if there's nudity to kamara there has to be some nudity yeah you will it's no good if there's no nudity name something that's good without nudity a show thank you <laughs> <laughs> like even thank you game of thrones had a little bit of nudity it's got it's, just, it's, it's realer rawer you know what I mean? Rawr. Especially <laughs> if the star shows a little bit of tit. That's really good. Yeah. That's always That's nice. That's raw. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're right. We got Khaleesi tit early. You know what I mean? And and it's it's just it's it's, it's just part of the thing. Uh but he talked about Queen of South and then said to that actor from Apocalypto. Have you seen Apocalypto? No. I'd never seen it. I just watched it. It's maybe the most amazing movie. It's ever. so amazing. It's so amazing. It's this is the so Mel Gibson <laughs> film. Yeah. And he's saying that yeah, he, he has to he has to This is hilarious. Dude, it's so fucking crazy. It's so crazy. Movie. You get like smoke a huge joint and just immerse yourself in that movie. Oh. But are you watching going I don't know how they did this. Like how they made the movie? Like it seems like they brought cameras back to fifteen hundred. <laughs> it's it's too real. And, and, but what it say to you about how they portrayed, like, sort of washes out your ancient civilization uh, technology, right? Uh, they had these mass civilizations, but they weren't super advanced. Well, that's this guy's version of it, yeah. But it's just amazing to think that, and again, advanced in what way, Kamar? They were able to house millions of people, like, there were waterways and um, systems of trade. And, and so just because they didn't have the internet and cars and shit. I just, it's not that lady, Matt. It's uh, Mallory Chacon. That's okay. who it's based on. Who was the lady I was talking about? That I don't know. Esmeralda Decapitator. That I don't know. But yeah, I would watch Apocalypto, man. It's... Dude, it is, like, I hate Mel Gibson. You hear me. All right, I'll check it out. It is a fucking crazy-ass movie. Yeah. And is it on Netflix or something? It's on something it's I can on stream Prime, it on? It's on Prime maybe. or Netflix. Yeah. Or it was. I don't know. I just watched it. Like, know. I stopped listening to this to see. I was listening to this, and he said Apocalypto. So I looked it up, and it was, and I just. I thought for sure you were going to make this the movie game. Well, we could do Apocalypto. I went out of my way I haven't to seen check it. the stats on it. No, I'm it. just joking. <laughs> I didn't. I did not. But because of that, I watched uh, Apocalypto and then Pasha the Christ. I have never seen Passion. Which the I Christ. should have done in reverse order. Have you seen Passion of the Christ? I have seen Passion of the it's Christ. It's just a torture part. Yeah, it's it's two hours of a guy being brutally tortured. But it is the original cancel culture. Yes. Like when you're watching that, you're like, 
these people are making these decisions and I'm smarter than everyone there. <laughs> I, do, do you know what I mean? And they're all, the, the, the priests, because it's the Jews that don't like him. Well, think Did about you know that. According to the story, think that don't that story is so skewed. Think about um, like the Salem witch trials, Kamar. Imagine being a logical person watching that. Somebody saying, "We're going to test to see if you're a witch. If you survive, then you're a witch. But if you die, then you're good." Like, yeah. There's got to be a better way, no? I'm smarter than all those people that Salem Woods shot too. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, history than... is littered with fucking... Morons. Well, yeah, just, you know, in retrospect. Uh, well, yeah, but it, it's just so crazy. If if it went down that way, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think that Passion of the Christ, I think he started taking, like... Um, uh, JFK, what's his name there? Um, Artistic license. Oliver Stone type license in movie making. Well, he made the Romans look like good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the underlings, because they were just doing what they're told, following orders. Um, did you guys watch Louis' special? No. Mm -mm. Okay, but I'm... Well, I, I'm just like, can you know, I get it for week? free anywhere? No. Well, then no. I tried to email it to someone else, and they got the email, but the link doesn't open. So I don't know how that worked out. But it was hilarious. And it blew their computer up. So don't it, try it, that. It canceled their computer. Tony Woods talked about like, uh, yeah, there's some guy in there who's racist. And the girl didn't know what she was talking about. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to go get him. <laughs> and then he's just talking with him. Yeah, that and was she a comes to the cops like, that's the yeah. guy. Like, he's just so chill. And anyone who talks shit about Tony Woods is a lesser person, I'm can't, sure. Can't you just see him in that situation too? Like she comes in with the cops and he's like pointing at Louis C.K. <laughs> cutting his throat. <laughs> Absolutely, I could see him. Uh, he mentioned uh, Tom Absolutely, Rhodes. Absolutely, I could see him. Do you guys know Tom Rhodes? No. The comedian? So Tom Rhodes like did a show. It was like head of the class or something. Remember back? Well, I know head of the class, but who was Tom Rhodes on head of the class? It, it, I think I think he was like the the second, like the last season or ever. He had long hair. He was from Texas. Really funny. Guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tom Rhodes. I gotta see who this guy is here. Because head of the class, the first one was uh, Johnny Fever. Johnny Fever. The second one was the Scottish dude. Oh yes, remember? Not, so not, I'm trying him. to. I don't know this Tom Rhodes. Like I've heard of him, obviously, but. And you're saying he did head of the class? Uh, I, I, he did it. He did it. A show. All those. Uh, it was that time period where all the shows were some cool teacher in a class. I don't think it was head of the class. But anyways, he lived this mm -hmm. crazy life where he went off to Amsterdam. It was basically the David Letterman of Amsterdam, and he's got to be one of the most underrated comedians. Like no one talks about him, and I find him interesting. I listen to his podcast every single episode. And just everyone Tony Woods mentioned was a, a cool person. And there's no, like, I don't know. I just love his lack of hustle. Do you have a website? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, just doing it the way I would want to do it. And I don't think you could do what Tony Woods is doing now. Yeah, but let me explain something to you. As much as you're like, this is the way I would want to do it, it's absolutely not. Because that's the way Patrice did it. And as much as like people talk about Patrice O'Neill, he didn't die with anything. He no, but he was anti... He was turning down shows, saying that's not what it's about. And then at the end, you remember he was in the office. Yeah. 
he, he, his ego and pride is what fucked him up. Even then, I'm just saying. And diabetes, obviously. I'm just saying, like, if you're a super talent and you want to fucking, I don't know. Yeah, because in the office, shouldn't he have had what's-his-name's role, really? If all things were fair? He, he was about to blow up when he died. Listen, Do there's... Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Craig, uh, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, listen... There's an well, episode. Craig's more talented than Craig Robinson. There's an episode. You think he's more talented than the Patrice? Because well, he plays the the music as well. Mm. Okay. There's an old episode of Opie and Anthony. I think it's I think Chris Rock is on with Patrice, and Chris Rock breaks down why Patrice isn't famous, and like in front of everyone is like, "No, motherfucker, this is what happened. Like, I got you a call. You came in. You were an asshole." To the fucking to everyone at the table, and then you did a shit read because you seemed like you didn't want it, so they didn't give it to you. And then he's like, "Oh my god, I did that. Yes, I did." Like he he has this big epiphany like on Dude, the spot. That's what I'm saying. He was his own worst enemy. Patrice, he could have been way bigger. Oh, and um, what was that show that uh, the fucking Scottish guy did there? Um, Scottish guy, the New York guy. He's not Scottish. Sorry, uh, Colin. Quinn. Oh, Colin oh, Quinn. Quinn. Uh, tough crowd. Tough, tough crowd. crowd. Yeah. Fucking Patrice on that show, it was that show was built for him, right? Yeah. Like just a bunch of people on there who he could just fucking make fun of at yeah. leisure. That was they. It, that show was so perfect for him. Yeah, as was Opie and Anthony. Uh, that's why they had him on all the time. Because once they had him on a bit, they were like, "This guy's the gold." Like as good as Jim Norton is, as good as Bill Burr is, the gold was in Patrice. Have you watched a lot of? Um uh, what was that show called? Come here, I'm sorry. My sorry, friend. the show is called Mr. Rhodes, just to tie that loose end up. It wasn't in a class, but it's the same style show. What was the Colin Quinn show called there? Tough, Tough crowd. crowd. Tough Crowd. I I went back and watched like tons of them. Geraldo uh, and yeah. Patrice were like Dude, so what, sad. Just a great fucking show though. Like well, that's really, why I, really funny. That's why they're always talking about him bringing it back. That is television... And yeah, there was some like corny quality to it, but the corniness was like him making fun of himself of how corny he was being for the studio. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, oh, just an amazing show. It's almost timeless. I mean, this, the same, some of the same issues are, are, are there. But what I meant more about the way Tony Woods is doing is now you have to be on Instagram and Twitter and all these mm -hmm. other things. Like that. He's just bucking the trend. He's like, fuck that. I'm going to keep doing my comedy. I just and do my it. shit. I, I got I, I to, he, he started a podcast and there was like notes, review. I don't want to do that. So he stopped doing his podcast. And like, well, in all fairness, don't you kind of feel like that's what Susan Santo is doing too? She's just like, I'm just going to fucking, I've already tried to be in a band where I fucking toured around all the now I'm just going to make my music. We didn't shit on Susan Santo. We let she's fine. Let her do her. I'm just saying. It's just Tony, Tony Woods has been on here once. And Tony Woods is Tony Woods cuz Tony Woods wants to be Tony Woods. You don't think Susan Santo wants to be Susan Santo? <laughs> oh, you're giving her more time, Maddie. <laughs> mm, no. I like like just like if 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 Tony Woods wanted to be Tony Woods, yeah. then he'd be like, Dave, like, let's do this special. Like, when you do this, I don't know. <laughs> When's it coming? I, I don't know. Where are you from? I, I don't know. Like, he so doesn't give a fuck, and it's just, it's beautiful. And I, I just, it, it seems so apparent. As so many other people get on the show, on Joe Rogan, and like, this is my shot, and they have to go for it. He just, I don't know. He's, he seems so authentic. Well, I mean, he is. He's... 
as authentic a comedian as you're going to see, I think. He is who he thought he was. <laughs> and then he saves the best for last. Yo, I saw a merman. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Lead. Yeah. Lead. Yeah, dude. You know what you're going into. Lead with that yeah. and everything else can follow. I love, too, the thought of him like on a boat and some local like looking around and being like, I've heard that too, man. Well, you know, it, was, like, it was disturbing I, where he goes, it was me and this young kid. We're going for a swim. It's like, Tony, yeah. Tony, <laughs> cut up. What were you guys doing together? But then the guy said, yeah, don't tell people about this because we don't want tourists knowing about the merman. About the pedo hole. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want the tourists knowing about pedo bay, so. Well, I hope that's not what it was. But yeah, uh, you don't, as you're winding up a podcast, mention that you saw a merman. I mean, in all fairness, like, look how fucking huge the oceans are. Do you really think there aren't mermen and mermaids? Honestly. Well, we had said before we think they're um, mixed up with, like, underfed uh, walruses or whatnot. Starved manatees. Starved manatees. (laughs) (laughs) But Tony Woods. You got to be pretty fucked up to mistake a starved manatee for a mermaid. Yeah, you're on a boat. You ran on limes. You haven't seen Land of Day. Like... Yeah, you haven't seen land in a Well, day. that's the joke, right? Like, they all used to fuck the manatees. Or the walrus or whatever. Or the walrus. Well, the tusks, that's like, you're thinking more a seal, I think, Kamar. I think I am th- a seal, an otter. Sea lion. Sort of thing. That's what I called. Um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's weird that it was only two hours. I agree. But it was... It was How like, does Susan Santo... That's one thing. It's like, Susan Santo gets... Maybe he had somewhere to go. Well, we always do this. Tony Woods doesn't know that you uh, pander to Joe and talk about fighting to get another half hour of him. Uh, Tony doesn't even know what cancel culture is. Tony doesn't give a fuck about the COVID. Oh, no. It's not that he doesn't give a fuck, but he's not like going to get into it. And like his opinion, I don't. It was so refreshing for not to. Some people get on a soapbox like, oh, I'm a Joe Rogan. I'm going to say my opinion. Oh, yeah. He's he didn't do that, and uh, I I was bummed when this ended. And it's the first time when he said, "Yeah, what have you been up here four hours?" <laughs> and it was only two. It's like, <laughs> it felt like four. It was just it was it was so unassuming and not um, trying to be anything. I really enjoyed this one. Highlight of the week for me. It was also it was a good episode. I agree with you. Come here. All right, I give it a four. I give it a three point seven. I give it a three point seven. Just was a lot of looks like I got the high. Oh well, three point sevens. You guys are fucking. These are morons. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we will be right back, guys. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, Do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, It's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, You can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours, that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. 
Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Guys, you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. We are delighted to bring you this new sports podcast. The intersection of sports, culture, and politics is at the heart of the new weekly podcast, The Long Game with LZ and Leitch, because sticking to just sports in 2021 is simply not possible. Sports extends beyond what happens on the field, court, or pitch. It's in everything, which is why LZ Granderson and Will Leitch cover the expanding world of sports and how the events on the field affect events off the field and vice versa. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so you can head over to therecount.com or your preferred podcast platform to listen to all episodes right now. Again, that's therecount.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The show is called The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. Go check them out. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. Don't forget to go check them out. Link will be in the description. Now back to the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Also, do you know what? Double shout outs to BetterHelp. We just, they, they re-upped with us for the year. Good. Two years Good straight. Fucking help. love BetterHelp. Go check them out. If you help. need help, use BetterHelp. You can use well, our code. And if you're a Canadian, I don't know if you can get this service in Canada, but you definitely can't get a therapist. So I'm almost certain you can use the service good, in Canada. Good fucking luck using our free medical system. So maybe give this a try. Oh, Simon hating on socialized medicine. Well, because it's ridiculous. I mean, or, get or, or is it? Get ready. <laughs> I don't think shrinks are free anyway. So no, they're not. Um, that has nothing to do with our socialized medicine. Not even psychologists. Ho hold on a second. Psychiatrists are covered by um, OHIP. Yes. Are you but, sure? But not psycho. But not psycho. Yes, you have to be referred. Um, they're saying that people's mental health isn't as important as breaking your leg, where we know that it is. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in 2022 here. You don't think they can adapt our uh, social medicine, socialized medicine, whatever we have a little bit, to uh, include dental and fucking people's brains? I mean, I agree with that, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, let's do this. 
1756, John Abramson, Harvard doctor, medical school lecturer. So just coincidentally, before I listen to this, yeah. in one of those synchronicity things that you hear so much about in the world, yeah, um, I was listening to this other podcast where they were talking about um, Big Pharma's cover-ups and things like that, a conspiracy type show. And the one they were talking about was Bear had this drug for some sort of blood infusion or something mm-hmm. where they were giving people HIV. Yeah. Uh, something like 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. And they knew about it. Yeah. And they were forced to stop, which they did, but continued for one year to sell it in Europe, even though they knew they like it had been stopped in the States. Yeah, they're not. Just again, just sorry to so crooked, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, go ahead. Profit Kumar. driven. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kumar. Uh, go ahead. It's interesting that we aren't affected the same way like Americans are, or I guess for that matter, New Zealand. Because of the ads. We don't have drug ads. But Joe made a point, important part, ugh, important Jesus. point that if. That is so much money. If they were to take that out, it would like crumble, you know what I mean? What would crumble? Well, how many businesses rely on advertising? They can still make money without advertising, though. But it's like an industry. What I learned in school is that an advertising costs money to be produced, like you just, just to make the ad, and then it costs to place it. Yeah. And now you're taking all that money away. Like how many companies make all their living off just making pharmaceutical? Yeah, but they can. Yeah, but that's like the big oil argument. I'm sorry, Matt. No, where, go ahead. Where you're like, you can't ever stop big oil because what are you going to do about all those people who have jobs that depend on big oil? No, like it, we'll, we'll just burn ourselves into oblivion if that's the, hey, the route we take. I agree it's wrong that they're able to do this, but it's just like, there would be a massive void. The ads on TV. Not really though. You're talking about ad companies. They would just shift to something else. Exactly, Matt. And these ads on TV, this is another one where like Joe and just Americans in general, like preach so heavy, hardcore about the free speech and needing that. But then they're okay with private prisons and they're okay with, um, uh, big pharma being able to advertise to their children and like like other countries don't do that. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. their civilizations still go on. Like we don't have privatized prisons and yet shit still, people still go to jail. Well, yeah, obviously uh, life would go on, but there'd be a massive adjustment period. I mean, I think basically all the news channels would have to, just selling dog food or just, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of money, not like. Yeah, I get it. But again, the news channels go and find other advertisers. They don't. And uh, and if that money is evil, which this clearly is, man, if you want to talk about dirty fucking money, right? Yeah. And even then you got to, you got to realize like if you, if you take away the incentive and if you just say to them, listen, you're not going to make this kind of money ever again. So you might as well just run a fucking run a tight ship and run it right, yeah. then they will. It's the same thing with like the banking industry and how if you just let them run wild, yeah. they're going to do whatever the fuck they want and fuck you for as and long as they can. And this is exactly what's going on with like the social media companies right now because they have no 
oversight on them and look what they've done, right? Like you don't put rules. And again, I know nobody wants the government to put rules on anything, but if you don't put some sort of rules on these people and, or these companies run by these people, you see what happens. Like they take your information and they sell it to the highest bidder. I just, I don't think anyone pays as much for advertising as the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, maybe no one spends liquor. as much as what you're saying. No other industry spends as much. Yeah, no one spends it would as just much. Be, it'd be imagine it has to be done or it should be done, but it's just like what he was saying is that the pharmaceutical companies equally fund both parties. They have no politi- political allegiance whatsoever. Yeah, which is perfect. That's why it works so well for them. It, so it's because it's, both sides are like, oh, we got to let them keep going because that's where the money funnel is. And. Like Ari said last week about Nancy Pelosi, like how egregious it is politicians do inside trading. He said, but I would do it. Like I would do it. You know what I mean? If I could get a tip right now to make $100,000, even though I know it's wrong, I would do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the other problem. Like everyone's just trying to get theirs and no one thinks like this is ruining the world. It's just me getting a little extra for myself and my family. Like, and they do it under the guise of free speech. Mm Mm-hmm. And they they pay the most for oh what are you doing to me? They pay the most for advertising, and imagine how much they lawyers you know what I mean because it's all about the law, the wording, the letter of the law, like to the they will push things to the the limit. What he said there was a um, I think it was Pfizer got fraud and racketeering charges, Rico predicate. <laughs> like you, you in your head you think that's just for. Um, Mobsters and mobsters, but the way it works out is they'll make thirteen billion dollars, and then they'll have to settle for two billion dollars to the people they hurt, and they get fined five billion dollars. But they still made a bill. They still make the money. So it's not great profit, but the profit's still there. You know, I was thinking a lot about like um, the the big pharma, like it's this monster that's been created, and it it really is what it is, like using that fucking term correctly, you know, you can't, you can't ask them to be, they are a company driven by dollars and it's like asking a tiger not to be a tiger. Yeah. We should be angry with our government because our government has let these pervasive, this monster into our, into our daily lives. Like our, that should be our fight, man. These companies would exist and they can sell their stuff to people who want it, but letting them advertise on TV like that and letting the, them into like our, for us into uh, public medicine and letting that somehow dictate our level of care is it's crazy. Well, I don't know who the listener is, but they said they suggested we watch Dope Sick. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that didn't even come up. Because they were saying um, the deal with um, it was uh, Pfizer and they had an anti-inflammatory or things for arthritis, Vioxx that killed forty to 60,000 people. Purdue was the one who made Oxycontin and it killed 400,000 people over like t- 10 years or whatever. And Joe just touched on the pill mills, but it was all coming from this one um, pain medication. But they were pushing like candy. But hold on a sec. Just 
in all fairness, there's a difference between the Vioxx and the pill mills, right? Like Vioxx was a drug they were selling as a anti-inflammatory that was giving people fucking um, bone cancer or something. I don't know what it was giving you. The, the misuse of pharmaceuticals is a whole different conversation. Well, in this dope sick, they uncover that it wasn't even that. And that was uh, the, the, the people, black market was less deaths than people just taking it and dying. Like, because they'll, they'll, they'll skew the data to however they want it to be seen, you know what I mean? Like, if they, 100 people, 10 people died, 100 people survived. And th that's all they tell you. They don't tell you that other part. They don't have to. Because you're saying the drug companies pay for their trials. Yeah, the, the whole thing is so crooked. They're funding the the studies to see if their drugs are acceptable like and everyone just takes their word for it i mean hold on I'm but fine. again you should be we should be we shouldn't be angry at the tiger for being a tiger we should be angry at our governments for allowing this kind of nonsense to go on i'm fine with them paying for the trial but it should be overseen by some sort of governing body. Right. What I'm like, saying is it can't be people you're hiring. Like I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying though, if, for it. no, I'm saying the government is, it was smart for the government to say you have to pay for the trial because it's ridiculous that you can just trial any drug and then we're going to foot the bill. Of course, Matt, you're absolutely right. But again, there should be some sort of defining governing. And again, we know the FDA can't be trusted. We know now the CDC, like after this Delta thing, you saw that this week did, is that for your post show or I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So this week, just before New Year's, um, or maybe it was just before Christmas, the CEO of Delta Airlines went and met with the head of the CDC and suggested that they lower the um, like the quarantine time from 10 days to, to five. five. Yeah. And then they did it. So clearly there's no public... There's nothing to the there, science. It has nothing to do with like the public health and safety or science or it's just... All right, well, this guy's got a... The kickback here was the biggest, so five days seems to make the most sense. Like, once I heard that, I was just like, what are we... Do At this point, what are we doing? I thought you were going to say that Delta went to them and asked them to change the name of the Delta variant. Oh, to something. Because it was yeah, fucking yeah. with them. It was that like a whole Hong Kong flu thing. Sounds feasible and possible. That did not happen, but yeah. Uh, that How many straws have there to be to be like, this is really a scam? Um... America is 68th in the world in health life expectancy. It's insane. What is Canada? Higher than that. I, I, I didn't do that research, but just the point being is <laughs> they tout their... Um, it's the best country in the world. Well, the, 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 the insurance and the medical system, but it's not like... These are not things that politicians will tell you. No. They'll tell you we have the most hospitals in the world or, or, or whatever. We have the best health. America has the best health care in the world. Who many? Who cares how many guns you're allowed to have if half of your population is locked up in prison? Well, if half your population is locked up in prison, I know then half it's your not population. Half, just no, like, but I'm just saying at that point, your logic is half of us are criminals and I need guns to keep the criminals away. Sorry, that was a bad example. I'm just like, they fight so hard for certain um, freedoms, but then don't care that these other freedoms are so clearly being taken away or, or you never had them in the first place. Like, yeah. Uh, Cause everyone's been brainwashed. Know, well, I just, 
I'm okay. Sure. Sure. Well, no, what he said at the end of this is that 80% of health issues are just style of living. People are just living unhealthy, diet, whatever. Yeah. But the drug companies have convinced the people, you just take this drug. You don't have to do do the work on yourself. We, we got you covered. It's like a massive shortcut. But not in the last year, in the last 30 years. I feel like you, the patient, should never go into the doctor and know the name of the drug you're looking for. That should just never happen. That's, I think, the biggest error in our Well, that's healthcare. a red flag to the doctor, too. Well, yeah, it should be. But I mean, I'm just saying for anything, like even if you were like, you know, I have shingles, I would like this. Robitussin X. Whatever. Yeah, that shouldn't be. It should be, I have shingles. And then the doctor set, goes through it and says, well, based on what I've seen, this is the best. It should absolutely never be that you, the fucking the problem the with untrained that, moron. The problem with that, though, Matt, is after talking to this guy, you clearly see that that doctor is being totally tainted in what they're deciding to give you, not based on necessarily good science, based on, you know, whatever, whoever has the sexiest sales rep or whoever bought you the best dinner or, you yeah, know. Yeah, and I'm saying it shouldn't be that way. No, no, of, of course not, but. And the other thing is it happens on an individual basis. Do you know what I mean? Like each doctor is wine to dine. Like they don't know the other doctors getting wine to dine. And it just everyone um, operates by themselves. And they don't understand they're all being took. Do you think there's a lot of whining and dining that goes on for Canadian doctors? Sure. Yeah. Like there are still pharmaceutical reps here. Yeah, and of course. They're still they're hot just, little numbers, it's just, you know? It's just the, only tickets, difference, the only difference is... We, the people aren't seeing ads on, but again, we are because we see American, I see American drug ads all yeah, the fucking you, time. You usually don't buy that drug because if you were going to buy it here, it was, oh no, it probably is the same name. Yeah. And they're prescription drugs. So yeah. But again, I mean, when was the last time you went into your doctor's office and said, I want this drug and they actually gave you that drug? Well, this is my disconnect. I've never taken a pharmaceutical like prescribed. You never take a penicillin or anything like that. Well, you never had an, S- you never had an STD. Yeah, no. come on. No, what? No, 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 no. I find that so hard to believe. I do too. <laughs> I uh, was blown away. I, uh, but uh, like you've got- never had strep throat. You've never had. Uh... Yeah, but because th- like again, Kamar, I know what you're saying. I've never taken a prescription drug in that sense, but I've definitely take. I've had drugs prescribed in like antibiotics, penicillin, and I've taken them. For You've sure. never taken any sort of antidepressant or anything? Come no. Where? How, how, and how was that presented from your doctor to you? Well, again, it's like, like Simon said, it's like you have strep throat, take two of these every day for the next week. And if it gets, if it doesn't get better, come back and see me and that's it. And it's, and it's a red and yellow pill. Yes. Yeah. That's the only antibiotic I've ever had. I, 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 and I have no idea. I've had antibiotics that are it, also like orange and whatever. But I, I had no idea who, who made it. Like I'm sure I've had uh, antibiotics. Yeah. But I had no idea. I know what you mean. What it didn't it was, say Pfizer on it. Or didn't say just, Merck. Just any sort of, just take this for it's, two weeks. Don't drink or, or whatever the instructions are, but no knowledge of it's, who made it or where it came from. It's true. When Americans get their prescriptions, they come in like the generic box, right? Whereas when we get it, it comes in the pill bottle. Yeah, like I remember my mom it had... It has branding to it, you mean? 
yeah, you have a little white box and it says Pfizer and then whatever your medicine is. You know? Yeah, I remember my mom had Oxys. I'm sure it wasn't the coat. It was whatever. She had Oxys like prescribed to And her. they came in those boxes, no? No, it just came in the pill bottle. Like oh, we here had. you mean. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying, here, yeah. So again, like, I, yeah, we, we, you wouldn't know Oxy was made by Merck or Pfizer or anyone. You would just, a doctor would say, oh, if you have pain, here's whatever. Well, it turns out it was Purdue. I, I, I just, I'm shocked that he didn't bring him up, but he said he was an expert legal counselor for litigation with pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And he kept saying, I can't talk about that. Yeah. yeah this guy had definitely up. signed a lot of NDAs in his can't life. Can't talk about for that. Sure. I, I, I'm stunned. Maybe it's just because I watched Dope Sick, so it's on the brain but it it is all this and then some when you see like we well, can't say a non-addictive it said well could we say not very addictive like it comes down to that sort of wordplay you know what i mean there are so many of these cases though and that's like the really scary part and that's what shows you how out of control fucking big pharma really is i mean it just shows you that once you get to a certain threshold of money everything is off the table as far as what people are willing to do what government is willing like it's like we, you know how we talk about all the time what politicians make like nancy pelosi makes 100 grand a year but she has 200 million dollars in exactly like why you know why would someone with that kind of money ever take a job for a hundred thousand unless of course it was to bolster that 200 million now again if you're dealing with a company that's making 25 80 billion dollars a year whatever it is you're at the point where it pales in comparison to who you're buying off. You know what I mean? Like the, of course, someone who's making a hundred grand a year can easily be purchased when there's that much money on the table. Like it's, I was, as I was listening to him talk about this, I was like, this is, this really is a conspiracy of two things, a conspiracy of ignorance on one hand and of indifference on the other. Like that's, there are so many people who are too stupid to see what's going on. And then at the same time, there are so many people who just don't give a fuck. Like anything, like you're saying, anything to make me more money. I don't care if a hundred thousand people have to die from this drug. As long as we make, we get a pool for our yard. Like that's, you know, when they give you that, uh, if you can save one person, but crash the bus for 200. Mm -hmm. It's like the opposite of that, you know? I mean, it feels though, like if you really think about it, it kind of feels like throughout history, this is like the unspoken rule of medicine is just that a lot of people are going to die before we get anything right. I never thought of that till right now. But this like turns it, out the people are, are, are being killed. I get it. But what I'm saying though is like, you know, I, I mean, we just don't know, like, I'm not smart enough to know this, but maybe some drug that that killed 60,000 people, maybe some scientist 20 years later picks apart a molecule, like, takes one molecule out, and all of a sudden, it's like the wonder drug. You know what I mean? But they can't, and they would never tell us because, like, let's use Vioxx as an example, right? Kills 60,000 people, huge lawsuit. Let's say a scientist over there takes one molecule out 20 years later, and it, it works perfectly, kills no one, and does 10 other things that it, that they never thought it could, they're never going to tell us that it's old Vioxx. 
right? And that would almost be for the no, best. They, they would not do that, of course not. But I'm saying, but that that would almost be to the benefit of the public. And I'm not saying that's like a they're they're they just call righteous. it new Vioxx, like <laughs> new Coke. <laughs> yeah, we know it's just old Coke, bitch. Yeah, no, but you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like I it, do, it, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was apropos. Uh, this is a headline from uh, December 31st in CBC, and okay. it said Pfizer's COVID-19 shot causes mostly mild side effects in young kids. Says CDC. Have you ever used the word mostly in your life? Mostly? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have. It, it's so vague, though. You know what I mean? For something about uh, something affecting your children, they use mostly. Like, that's not partial. It just, the language they use is so diabolical at all times. It's, it's not just uh, flippant. Everything they do is calculated and to cover their ass. More than, well, we didn't say absolutely. We said mostly. And that, and the but Kamar, you realize that, like, if you, let's say right this second, your um, appendix burst. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have to call an ambulance and... They cut it out of you. Emergency. Yeah. That's a bad example because it's an emergency. But like if you go into surgery, you have to sign off that yeah. you're aware that you might die. Even from the anesthesiologist yeah. is the is the most important person in that surgery. Yeah. So my point though is like you, there's no, there is nothing in medicine almost that is a guarantee or where you can't. And again, the wording like you're saying is there has to be lawyers involved now, especially in the States because everyone's liable for everything. So you kind of have like... I get what you're saying, but you, they, they, they it's unavoidable. That, but it's just, it's so blatant, but no one like care. It's just, it's don't look up. Like <laughs> we just have, ex- I always equate to the way we say no one swears on TV, but everyone swears. And we just, we just accept that. Ex- you know what I mean? Like it's real life, but pharmaceutical companies are totally like sneaky. But I mean, that's pharmaceutical companies are going to pharmaceutical. Like Simon said, it's just, it's just, we accept this. But that's the whole thing. They should be able to be as fucking evil as they want to be. And our governing bodies should be there to make sure that they can't get their venom to us. Then you'd have to remove all lobbyists for pharmaceuticals. Like make that illegal and they say that that's a... Well, and their answer to everything is always, well, you can't do that. You can't take money or you can't take uh, jobs because then there'll be no innovation. No, there'll still be innovation. Your company will still make money and you'll still strive to make money. It'll just be $2 billion a year, not $200 billion a year. You know, like... I mean, what's weird to me is that we're at the point where we know that every, every, every single... I don't think there's an exception. Every single massive corporation is full of shit and they're just out to make nothing but maximum profit across the board through through thick and thin. They don't give a fuck. Pandemic, whatever, this, that, the next. It's, it's all about profit, profit, profit. and For the shareholder. Yeah, of course, for the shareholder. Yeah, and the CEOs and everyone who gets bonuses and stuff. But it's just... It, and every government sits by and lets these companies do that and makes money at the same time. Because they have like, a boat because of it. It's fucking gross. And it's so broken. It's so broken. It's so broken. I had a point, though. Fuck. Sorry, Matt. No, no, Sorry. I forgot where I was I thought going. you were done. No, well, no, It's so broken that this uh, John Abraham said the biggest disease in America is a disease of despair. Because the most people are fucking broke and are struggling yeah. and are like, yeah. oh, this drug will make my life better? Okay, I'll take it. And what's the one thing they won't help you with in this country, Kamar? Mental health. Yeah, and your teeth. 
and your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone should just teach everyone to floss and, and um, brush, though. Oh, yeah, and it just, you know, if you don't do that, then you should just fucking have your mouth fucking rot out. Like, no, that's but I'm crazy. just saying, I don't think the government should take a big role in um, dental hygiene. If you smoke, they still, dental hygiene. They, till, they still take care of you if you get sick. So your mouth should be no fucking different. No, I, I think we It's just an arbitrary thing. Our government has decided not to... Uh, I agree. Not to cover. It's it's one of those, and I'm sure it's because it's some fucking dental racket of some sort. But it's the easiest Big to dental. maintain. It's just a brush and floss. Like, you can you Well, can't and the easiest way to maintain is exercise and fucking not drinking. But well, yes, hold on, but that's what he said. His point is this. Let's say you're riding your bike. You fall off. You break your leg. You go to the hospital. They fix your leg free of charge. I'm riding my bike, I fall off, I hit my jaw, I smash three teeth out, I'm out a couple grand. Uh, I wonder. I don't know. Do, if you break your jaw, they definitely fix that. I'm not talking about breaking my jaw. I just smashed three teeth no, out. No, no, but I'm, I'm thinking if you have to go to the hospital, like emergency, because you broke your teeth. Yeah. Do you have to pay for that? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm just talking about normal. Don't know this. Even then, you would need like crowns and caps and shit, and that's definitely not covered. You know what I mean? They yeah. might, they yeah. might like get you to where you can leave and go to the dentist the next day without like. You'd have to d dive deeper. I'm just wondering, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you have cavities, that's your fault, right? Yeah, but if you're if this, you're but if you have heart disease because, because you ate you like ate shit like your shit, whole life, or if you have liver damage because you drank every day of your life, yeah, we take care of those. The fucking yeah, difference. It's the same thing. Yeah. But you can eat sugar and brush and floss and you'll be all right. I don't know. But you can do, <laughs> then don't drink. I think we're going to two thirds to three quarters of all profits for drug companies come from America. That's insane. So it is insane. And to, to change the system is taking so much money out of the system. But what's crazy is if you, if you speak to most Americans about a free healthcare, socialized, half of them are like, fuck you, you Nazi yeah. communist Russian piece of shit. And you're like, if you told them, like, listen, we could save your country like a trillion dollars a year and you could, you know, build That's a massive said, a wall. It's a trillion dollars is getting wasted a year on their amazing health care a year. Yeah. That's that alone should make every American stand up and go, hold on. Like if you if you took the national debt and you said to every American, listen, we can hack off. Like if we, they said that your amount is this and we can hack this off every year and give you free health care, you'd be a fucking lunatic not to agree to that, wouldn't you? But the lobbyists, like, do, do you know what You're I mean? You're giving up some freedom, though. This was my point. This is what I wanted to get at is it's companies do this thing where it's like unions. Like when they were trying to unionize at Amazon, Amazon's party line was like, guys, if you unionize, this plant's going to shut down. There's just not going to be Amazon anymore. And it's like, no, that's just not true. Like, why would you ever believe the company saying to you, we're just going to have to shut down? Like, obviously, that's horseshit. You know that's horseshit. The only individuals the company cares about is the shareholder. And yeah. I, so, I mean, you're 100% right. There is no one looking out for the people. No, because the government is all so tied and so crooked. Well, and they're also not, they're not, they're primarily worried about being reelected. Keep your power, whatever. Not what's best for people. They're doing what's best for themselves, and what's best for themselves is getting, keeping the people that give them the most money happy. And I, I 
he's right, but I don't know how it happens. The the monumental shift, and it's obviously it's a million times worse in America than it is here. But it, there has to be the same issues here. Can't be like it's just the uh, America's getting affected by it. But I think it's because they're so into it. And again, the advertising, there's a psyche that has been created by advertising campaigns over decades. That these drugs help us yeah. and this is the way out. Well, after listening to this guy, I'm like, well, 100% they fucking poisoned us with these vaccines. There's oh, yeah. probably no doubt about that. Yeah, Joe hit us with a one-two punch this week. And I will say this too. This guy was like super palatable because this one almost wasn't, this one almost wasn't about COVID. No, this one was about um, yeah. Big Pharma <laughs> and the fucking scams that are going on behind the scenes. Then he ties it nicely together. With I was going to say, one. sweet little bow yeah. with the next one, yeah. yeah. But he, I mean, this this guy had concern about Omicron. He was going, this Omicron is a hoax or whatever. Like. No, and that's, what I, that's why I'm saying is it was perfect <laughs> because this guy, like even when Joe would say things about this vaccine, the guy was like, no, I'm not certain of that. There's not enough. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, I, I'm double vaxxed and the people who are double vaxxed are doing much better again. So it wasn't even that this guy was like COVID is a scam or this vaccine is a scam. He's just like across the board, the companies that make these things yeah. absolutely Their cannot be trusted. Their track record is one of duplicity. Yeah. And um, again, tiger stripes, not changing them. And I guess as long as you we know exactly what the fuck's going on, if we had a reliable... Um, middleman yeah you know we could feel a lot better about it i would feel much better i mean look there's always going to be a certain amount of um of nonsense let's call it that goes on just like in any kind of business yeah but when the whole system is predicated and built around said nonsense you have a real big problem. It's literally impossible, though. So, like we're saying, who is going to pay for the umpire, right? I just think there's so, there's some industries tax, tax money. There's some industries now that are that have become so big that, and like the next guy says too, they're all so intertwined. And the next guy brought up, I think, the biggest thing that we haven't mentioned <laughs> that we've just, and I can't believe I haven't thought of it. These fucking hedge funds are truly at the bottom of everything. You, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. But but I think it's important, like... Well, just like... Because we always talk about money and why and who, and, like, we always do this weird thing that Joe does, where, like, Joe kept asking the next guy or and this guy, like, but why? Why would someone do this? Why would it be... The answer is always bottom fucking line, tons of cash. And you need and you needn't look, but again, I think that has to do again with money. I don't think you need to look, I don't think you need to paste it up. It doesn't need to be a big, beautiful cake. It's just cash. There's, you don't need to make it something other than that. It's, it's cash on a level that normal people can't even comprehend. So we just, we can't wrap our heads around why you would do, like, why would I kill 60,000 people yeah. or put kids at risk? Or you, It ain't a huge conspiracy to bring down the population so that the elites can no, live. No, no, it's this like- This is just people padding their pockets. This is pure and simple greed. I'm with yeah, you on that. It's like, I want the biggest yacht. Yeah. I don't want, I want a billion dollar yacht. I want the yacht. And I don't know who said it. Somebody did, Joe, along the way, where he's like, like when these guys get a billion dollars or whatever- which is more, it's lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes worth of money. It is not enough. 
No. Like one billion isn't enough and then it's two billion and then it's 10. And the same is true with one million. If one million was enough, it still wouldn't be enough. Yeah, that's, society, that's just human beings for whatever reason we have we are a creature of uh excess yeah it's just i mean it, it it's just weird to think that you could have everything in the world like a billion dollars and i guess you know it, i think the other thing that we have a tough time doing too is like when you say someone's worth like 22 billion they might not have liquid anything I mean, I'm sure, listen, they're living great. They have more than you and I do, but they might not have like, but imagine having a liquid billion. You have more money than you couldn't spend that money in your lifetime. No, this is what I'm saying. This is lifetimes and lifetimes and life, but that's still, you'll, you'll still go for more. You'll use that billion to make more billions. Uh, it takes a lot to fucking keep a yacht running, bro. You don't understand. Uh, he said the three functions of government Preserve law and order, mm-hmm. enforce private contracts, mm-hmm. and ensure markets work. Mm-hmm. He actually said private markets, but I don't understand what that, like, aren't the markets public? He doesn't mean the stock market. I think he means like, uh, he means like making like sure, ensure that, that produce, that all, right. like all markets are appropriately governed. But like I could be wrong as well. You can't have a monopoly in. Yes, the okay. technology yeah, yeah. space or in the whatever should they're, not. They're making sure that they're they're pretending to make sure that the scales are balanced. But mm-hmm. it feels like the governments the are getting so far level. away. Those three functions, yes, and, and putting their hands here, putting their hands there, and the, that's what an election is supposed to be. Everyone's supposed to take a step back, look at these three markers, and decide: Are you doing this or are you not? Mm-hmm. But it's not because it's. Um, child welfare credit or like there's just too much information. The only way it's possible is if we're going to the decentralized, everyone votes on everything, which is a whole nother kettle of worms, right? Because everything's packaged together. Like I want that, but you're going to, you know how we talk about bills, how the one shiny object's there, but then when it gets passed and there's all these things that you didn't want, I think, unfortunately, it's just too fucking late. Yeah, that, that's I think more that's like the it. camp I'm in now because we, yeah, the, the next step is our civilization destroys itself and then we get a chance or the next one gets a chance to rebuild and see what the fuck happens. But we have, I was watching a Minority Report, which, by the way, is a great fucking movie, 2002 or whatever. It's like a long time ago. And uh, it holds up really, really well. But there was just one scene where he's like being chased. He's like driving away and the cars are running sideways up the building. Do you remember that part? It's like, and I'm just thinking to myself, shit, that is where we're going, right? Like we've ran out of space. Flying cars is way too hard. The logistics behind it, you know, this is probably where we'll be next, where we're, driving up fucking buildings because that's the where everybody's living is in the sky because we can't get on the ground. It's just, we're too fucking far gone, man. And if it's not that, it's everybody's plugging into the matrix to just escape the shit that's going on here. It's over. Pack your bags. But that might just be the best experience you have and it's just a different, it's it's for the, what are they called, digital natives? It's, it's, we, we, 
we've taken pride that we're in the cusp of, you know, one leg in yeah, we've analog, seen both. one leg in, but 10 years from now, we're just going to be like, I don't get it. Yeah, you, I just don't get it. And, and I think there'll always be a, a big enough group that you still relate to, you know? Like, when I watch, was watching TV for the first time, New Year's Eve, and they, you see the ads for other shows, like, who the fuck is watching this stuff? Because <laughs> it's not me, it's not kids. Yeah. Like it's for, there's, there's, there's still a, a population of people. It's lifestyle is more important than the pharmaceuticals. And that's where the ads don't. The, the ads should be be healthy. It reduces hypertension da, 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 or, or whatever these symptoms are. But instead it's like take uh feel good again or, or, or whatever the thing is. And it's all part of the brainwashing. Well, this was exactly what I was trying to say earlier and just didn't do it very well is like these companies if they want to make money, then they the the ads they put on should have to be shit like that. You, you know what I'm saying? Where if you want to make money by selling people drugs, then the ads you put out have to be, these are the other options to using this drug. Yes, that might be a feasible thing, but that would be done like, you know how they do but, yeah, the, the quick part. time at the end. Or just do exercise five days a day and drink water. Our governments, instead of, I guess, forcing people to do whatever number, myriad of things they force you to do, should be there to protect us from ourselves, you know? I mean, we keep assume it, they are. Keep in mind, though, there were participation ads all the time when I was a kid growing up. Oh, I, I think so it's, it's not like to compare us to America. I think we're, we're better. I get it, but I'm just saying is we act as though, you know, like Joe says it all the time, like you never hear anyone talking about getting healthy. And I've said this before, like every single time I've gone to see my doctor, they've been like smoke less, drink less, drink more water, exercise more, be healthy. I've never ever heard a doctor say anything other than that. And again, I think for, you know, I, I, when I was young, I remember seeing a ton of like, get fit, get out there, read a book, be active, go outside, the nature of things. I don't know. Less though now. Probably less now. So yeah. that, that's but again, but you mentioned it before, Kamars. TV was a, a very specific thing where you could like, everyone watched TV, you could target it more. You know what I mean? So a participation. It, it was a real commonplace for people to. Yeah, now like you'd have to get Netflix to splice in the occasional like, why don't you get off the couch, fat ass, and hit the treadmill? Like, Well, it, it should be looked at the same way they look at cigarettes. And when you get a pack of cigarettes, there's a giant, you know, well, that's only here in Australia and certain sure, other... Sure, but it's probably a really good idea to take that example and take it to these other industries that are killing people, kind of in the same way we just don't have the um, long-term numbers to show on it yet, right? Because it's all kind of so new. Do you have any idea how much it costs Australia to do that, to put the the warnings on the, the entire pack? Philip Morris sued them in like... I, so many ways. It was insane. I read a story about it. They shouldn't be. Yeah, anyways. Anyway, okay. I know. How does a fucking company sue a country? Uh, I, and uh, it's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I just, I have no answer to that. I don't, uh, the way cigarettes are, were sold back in the day. Like, again, that's just another, I think our governments at that time knew exactly what was going on. And they were, there were years there where they were 
peddling Again, poison to their own people. The you know? profits um, outweigh the fines and no one goes to jail. That would be the ultimate thing. If uh, in that dope sick, when they bring Purdue in, they're like, and these three guys are going to go to jail. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, sure, we misled people. Sure, we did it. But to go to jail, like. How does nobody go to jail there, though? Like in. Because they. Bernie Madoff went to jail. They, they settle all these things. It isn't. They they go to the wire going, no, we did nothing wrong. Like, okay, we did this wrong. We did this wrong. How many billion? And they have enough money. Yeah. Said, they have five hundred billion dollars. The drug companies are sitting on five hundred, and I think it might be liquid billion. Matt, the cash they have. Yeah, that's insane. There's nothing they. they there's no half a trillion there's no dollars. Fine. There's no like. Bear gave whatever the number was fifty thousand people AIDS. They still sell aspirin. They still shouldn't that put a fucking company out of business? Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. that information be everywhere so that everybody knows? Oh no, don't buy Coke anymore because they gave fifty thousand people AIDS by drinking it. I mean, Coke is a bad example because we know how terrible a company they are, and they're forget still Coke. What, pick whatever company, yeah. Matt. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that should put companies. Public consent, like public knowledge should be enough to But public knowledge is regulate swayed that by market. advertising, sadly. And like he said, he starts this off with um, Pfizer and the Vioxx. Now Pfizer with the vaccine, is a hero. it goes from villain to hero. And they will big up what they do well and literally suppress the bad stuff. Like it, it, it's... He said the biggest thing is that the data has to be transparent. Because when they when they go to your doctor, the pharmaceutical company says, here's here's the stats on this. He goes, oh, that looks good. He doesn't go and go, well, is this, he takes it word. Yeah, where'd you get those stats? Oh, we just had our doctor we, write them up. We did our we did our tests and we, <laughs> it, all, it all adds up. And why we would lie. Like we made um, Nike air pumps or Reebok air pumps. Does it actually work? Well, our scientists think it makes you jump higher. Well, does it make you jump higher? Well, I mean, our scientists make you think, you know. No, it's, they'd be like, it doesn't make you jump lower. It doesn't. Right. There yeah. you go, Kamar. Yeah. And it, when we say that, we mean that uh, 11 out of the 20 people we tested did not jump lower. And you have They to didn't jump, period. Yeah. But we're going to leave that part out of the yeah. study. You have to pump it 12 times, not six times. Yeah. Like, like... It's all convoluted and turns a phrase and it's evil. I re really watched Dope Sick, I'm telling you. Again, this. though, again, like, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but we should just assume that that's what's going on on that side. You know what I mean? If they're not allowed to get through the wall, then it doesn't matter what fucking nonsense they play out on their end because they're never going to get that shit through the wall. Well, the other thing he says they do is find diseases for the drugs. Like invent hypertension or like, um, what it be ADD, or or what what or this is a problem and we have the drug for it. Right, we got a lot of speed on hand. What uh, <laughs> yeah. sickness can we oh. make up to get rid of this overstock of speed? Do a test. Five people have it. Well, that's a problem. We got the cure. Like it, it, it's. I agree. That's a problem. We did got the cure. It, did it help those five people? Well, it didn't help those five it people. It didn't hurt but one it of them. It didn't hurt those eight people. And How about this? It did not hurt them. I agree with you guys 100%. I just think the, it's too much money. It's just too, it's too much money. It's over the top money. Like, 
I wonder who's bigger, a pharmaceutical company or Exxon? Ooh, um, which uh, are we saying? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Exxon. And you know, they must be, if they're spending this money on advertising in, um, for news, television and whatnot, are they just like, well, you know, I mean, I guess we could spend some money with social media, but we wouldn't want to do, like, their fingers are everywhere. Yeah, and may I mean we could just dump a little money into this political fucking campaign. <laughs> like, but make sure you get those other guys. We don't want to feel anyone left out. Yeah, get all of them. Sprinkle the money everywhere. Like on I, all of them. Like I said earlier, um, I think it's too late. I'm with you, Kamar. That's been your uh your mantra, and I think it's too late. I think um we need a uh Cataclysmic event. Do you think there's Dude, more? Peace look at that, him though? playing with his feet. He has a pen in between his toes. Right it's now. my jewel. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! god. Oh my looks like a god. vagina. Um, yeah, it's it's. It, but isn't there some peace in saying it's it's too far gone? Um, peace in it, like just. I was never super concerned. Like I wasn't. It wasn't keeping me up at night. I just. I always figured this podcast is famous from some pretty prolific rants from you. There, no, but I, I'm saying like I always figured that you know the X factor would work it out. Well, the X factor might be a comet or or a super. I think the X factor is just that end point at this rate. Uh, fast forward five years, so, where's Simon? Just in his little fucking dream cube box, like have the time of his life, playing with aliens, hanging out with Bigfoot, like. Sorry, guys. You can't knock it till you try it. He's got this bubble, but in a basement in the woods. Just injecting the stream of Elon Musk's sperm into the back of my neck. Hot. God, that was hot. Yeah, that'd be extreme. Tell me more. The yeah, That's the, the future, buddy. Buckle up. <laughs> His solution is um, wealth disparity, which, I mean, obviously that's the biggest problem. People are just struggling to take any solution they can. Yeah. And I don't know how to fix that. Oh, there is no fix, Kamar. Total world annihilation. And annihilation. Letting wow. people know that 80% of health is lifestyle. And not, you don't, you, you're born sort of healthy and exists and whatever traumas happen to you, whether it's mental or physical, and you heal. But drugs are not the solution. I mean, if you want to get fucked up and party, that, that's, that, that's <laughs> what I see drugs are for. Yeah. But as fucking general health, I don't, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? It, and that's why I say I've never done drugs, but I'm sure I've done. Um, well, that's what I was, that's what I meant to you. Like, I'm a, I agree with you. I've never taken like a. Hypertension, fucking no, cholesterol. I, but we've all taken like antibiotics for something at some point, whether like. Whether it was for a tooth or a, I don't know something you you had an infection at some point in your life in something and needed antibiotics and I was always told that you got to take it for two weeks straight if you if you don't do it for two days you're fucked if you drink on it you're fucked like like you never took Ritalin because they said you were ADD you never well, took... well that's one of those uh, drugs I went in asking for <laughs> and they didn't give it to me yeah if you know by name that's yeah. a red flag I just meant. I've never had a drug, and I'm not sure anyone there who, who's on medication or whatever, and it is beneficial to your life, let us know. But if you went in and said, here's, the, here's this for your, whatever your ailment is, by the way, side effects include suicide thoughts. Like, I don't know if that happens because I've never had it. 
Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. def- it definitely happens. I can the doctor tell tells you, you when they give you something. I, oh, yeah. I've taken a drug that's made me feel really weird. But did, did you get a heads up before? You could expect I think this. they told me that one of the side effects could be like um, uh, suicidal thoughts. But you read that and you're like, well, that couldn't possibly ever happen to me. So that's one of those. You also have to realize in, I think in most cases, and maybe I'm being very generous, but I think in most cases, when they say side effects may include suicidal thoughts, it's like if one patient out of a thousand had suicidal thoughts, that's in there at that point. So that's that's like the you other, can't. That's the other. The law is keeping them in somewhat a check. That's what I'm saying. Yes, at that point, the law is like. But again, the difference is the law isn't keeping them in check because you don't know if it's like, well, did 60% of people have suicidal thoughts or was it one? Because like I said, if you found out that one out of 100,000 people that took this drug had suicidal thoughts, you might roll the dice, right? But if they were like 50% of people that took this drug had suicidal yeah. thoughts, Every you'd be like, get it, get it away from me. Every second person who takes this is definitely going to develop, you know. Yeah. A horn. Yeah, okay, I'm out. Insert ailment here. Hot dog fingers. All right, well, then I'm out. I don't want that. Bloody stool. That's that's the one that always gets me. (laughs) Look, there are... I I just... So what are you saying? That you don't think any drugs work, Kamar? No, I'm just wondering what the process is for transparency of the drug effects. Because I've never... I've taken the antibiotics, and they never said, this could cause depression stuff. This this is going to get rid of your, your... your infection in your throat yeah, or yeah, whatever it's yeah, for. Yeah. I just I just wanted the process. That's why I said anyone who's on medication, how informed are you when you get it? Or do they say, take two of these every day, call me in the morning? I, I the know. difference is what Kamara is saying is like, when you get an antibiotic, it's almost always the same. Take this for X amount of days. Yeah, and, and you, you know can't that when, even do that properly. No, no, but you know that you when you... fuck it up. Fine, let's say you do it properly though. You know that at the end of the two weeks, whatever you had is supposed to be gone and then you're done with said... Kamar's point is like a lot of this stuff is like if you have, and this could be a bad example. I don't even know what hypertension is, but let's say you have hypertension. You could just be on this drug indefinitely as opposed to. Yes. As opposed to maybe doing it for two weeks and then getting healthier and trying to get off of this drug and just live a healthier life. I I understand. Yeah, I know. We got to move on though. Because the the, the holy grail for a uh, pharmaceutical company is something that this will help. But if you have, but you di- can never not. Do if it. you have diabetes, let's say, yeah, like okay, yeah, you, that's probably happened because you lived a lifestyle that got you to that point. If you then get diabetes and decide I'm going to live a healthier lifestyle, you probably are still going to need insulin. But in many cases, it's reversible. Again, I was going to say in adult diabetes, in many <laughs> cases, it's reversible with diet and exercise and proper. So sometimes and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Okay. But it's just easier to take the drugs. My point, though, is I'm not saying don't take your insulin. But my point, though, Simon, is you could look at it like, OK, I can take insulin forever or I can take insulin and start living a healthier life. And then like the antibiotics, eventually, maybe I don't have this burden or, or maybe you just need to take less insulin. I'm with that. I hear you. Sure. But- yeah. Or you always test yourself just to make sure the levels are good. But at the end of the day, you know, you maybe take insulin just in emergency cases, low blood sugar. I don't know. I don't know shit. I don't know shit about the thing I'm going to have in a year or two. Either. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's us against them. That's all it feels like. Oh, no, it's uh, we're fucked. We are fucked. There is no there's yeah. no us against them. It's just over. We lost. We've, well, and the fact we that we have lost the fact that one 
company that makes that much money is considered a person that can donate to. Oh, that's dude. Okay. <laughs> then you're just getting into a whole other. Right. Cause then we're really fucked. Like then we have no chance. No, but this is what I'm telling you, Matt, that it's we're fucked. Yeah. It is done. We have lost We're it's done. Yeah. Don't even bother fighting anymore. Just wait yeah. for roll over and open your comet. anus. And how many guys are like him? Like he, like we said off the top, he said a bunch of stuff. Is like, well, I can't talk about that. Like how much? Yeah. How worse is it? Yeah. Like even even what we were allowed to listen to was bleak and like. Yeah. What's in those NDAs? We're doomed. We're doomed. Yeah, it was not very uplifting. But um, I felt like he was obvious solutions, but the solutions are not possible. Well, that, that's what I was going to say, because his book is like, and how you solve it. No, I didn't hear a lot of how you solved it. <laughs> I heard this is what you can do to try and fix it, but it's the unfixable. You need a super volcano. Yep. You need a super volcano. That might help. Or yeah. like I was saying earlier, maybe you just need a group of aliens who get it. The one other point I want to say is how they're not sharing the patents because it'd be too dangerous. All of a sudden, you yeah. like get the fuck out of here. In this one instance, if what we thought was true, the whole world is like in the throes. Ah, sorry guys. Yeah, like, listen, we don't want to. IP is very important. We're guys. too concerned for you guys, and you get a, you get one of these backyard companies building your yeah. making your <laughs> vaccines, and ah, we're not responsible for that. Get the fuck out. No, of but here. that that really was the tipping point for me personally because I was like. No, we're all in this in, together. In this certain scenario, when the world is on the brink of destruction, or so we were led to believe. We, that's what we were led to believe, yeah, yeah, Kamara. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. on the brink of destruction. Yeah, everybody will come together all for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And instead of that happening, both sides tighten their fist even tighter on their fucking duplicity, and here we are. <laughs> Record profits. Yeah, like, but not record profits and record control by the government on the other side. So, like, you're right. I'm wrong. Let's move on. It'd be so good to have a greasy Make representative. Make that your fucking little uh, <laughs> intro. I would love if Joe had a representative from Pfizer on or something. I don't think that would happen. Oh, I no. Well, they have to go on with a lawyer. Dude, I guess a, a the guy, a the yeah, guy yeah, yeah. was on Lex. He was he was a lawyer. Yeah. The guy was on Lex. It was the grossest thing I've ever heard. Because poor little Lex trying to ask the right question, and they, these guys like they are born. I was gonna say like um, taught. But I don't even think so. I think these guys come out of the womb like already in little tiny business suits with <laughs> with the exact thing they're supposed to say when with they the get accused. For exactly. Their and the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Come I on. was not born here. He comes out, he slaps the doctor and says, sue me, and then fucking books it. Uh, Rate it, boys. Uh four. 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 Did we give this week a two? Yeah, I don't know we what have I an did. Agreement. No, there's a, there's a difference between the week and the episodes, though. I agree. I know what you're saying. And that's that's where the listen. No one comes here for consistency. Well, I, I, if you're actually, here for consistency, I've heard people complain about us talking about COVID. I mean, no one's ever talked about our rating system. No, because no one gives two shits. No one gives two shits. There. It yeah. Is. There's Absolutely. nobody out there. Back to um, Don't Look Up. You know the good <laughs> companion piece is it? Is uh, the Netflix like um, Fuck 2021. 
I hate those. It works. It works with it. It's, it's, it's all right. All right. I you hate those so. too. They're made by Netflix. Like Netflix isn't your friend. They're not like uh, <laughs> the alternative to CNN. Yeah. They're just another. Their main competition is sleep. They are yeah, evil as shit. Evil as fuck. Man. Yeah. Are you still watching? <laughs> like you can't. You know. You know it does that. Are you still watching? Is everything all right? Are you alive? <laughs> a little. A little wire comes out of Netflix. It gives you a little. Like, yeah. Get, get yeah. Back oh in God. There. Yeah. Watch it. I was watching this. I heard somebody say they were like making their New Year's things. It was on some podcast, you know, like, what do you hope for in yeah. the next year? Like, I was like, well, I hope that it turns out that um, we were right about this whole vaccine thing. And the guy's like, well, you know, if we're right, then that means a lot of people are going to die. It's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> A lot of people are going to die due to the vaccine. Yeah, like in oh, ten I'm, years, you know, oh, we're all going to. I'm alive. They're 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 fine. I, I mean, my dad said I'd be dead in five. So I like to. Well, and he ain't wrong yet, Matt. I no, like to find out that <laughs> there's only been two. It's a placebo. That's why I like to find the out. vaccine. Be, yeah, I just. I'd be happier at this point if they were just like, yeah, it was sugar water. It's reduced tap water. Okay, wrap it up. This is the horse's mouth, seventeen fifty seven. Dr. Robert Malone. First, to uh, add some skepticism, uh, can you guys guess his net worth? Oh, wow. Oh, if you're asking, I'm going to say it's super high. $22 million. I was going to say 25, but I'll say 50 now that you said that. According to the United States, between 13 and 18 million. That's fine. He's a, he's a fucking doctor. He's, he's saved the world. Well, there you go. Or he didn't. The one thing he had going for him sounds is that, like he's Oppenheimer to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> the one thing he said is like, I, I, I'm not making money from this, which I hope is true. Yeah. Which helps the credibility. And he also talked about McCullough. Him talking out is costing him money. You know what I mean? It's not like um, your Tim Pools, your Crowders, yeah. who lean in this and that makes him money. There's guys leaning into this. Yeah, that's costing them a great deal. And so it gives them more credibility, even though everything's convoluted with misinformation. He's a vaccinologist. So, I mean, this is ground zero. If you're going to, we've complained about who the fuck is Suzanne Santo and Joe to talk about vaccines or anyone to talk about vaccines. Who are we to talk about vaccines? This is a guy. Yeah, this is the guy. Who can talk about vaccines. Yeah. Kicked off Twitter. Just got kicked off Twitter. Is that concerning? what the big tech company's position on the, the guy who did it. The world is broken. We're fucked. Like I, I understand you want your attention, but they shouldn't want to have a monopoly on speech about this. But when Joe sees this, when Joe sees what Twitter, what Facebook, what all these companies are doing, he should say, I'm done with them. He's like, I don't use them, but just to promote myself. Don't promote yourself on there anymore. Just get off of them and show people, I'm going here. I'm going to this alternative. People will yeah. follow. Go Tony Woods. Actions speak much louder than words. Well, you can't, you can't have all these people on and fight the power off your cell phone. Do you know what I mean? It's that same kind of juxtaposition. You got to... It's so... Listen, he's so rich. He doesn't need... To, he has the most popular podcast in the world. 
That's the best place to promote <clears throat> your shows. You don't need to do it on fucking Instagram. I agree. Just tell them to beat it. Say, say it out loud on your popular podcast. This isn't the right way to do business. I'm not going to participate in it anymore. And see ya. In his defense, I was thinking, say, a year ago, there's discussions that he may be um, irresponsible and having anti-vax sentiment or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, large yeah. audience, people may be influenced. If he didn't exist, what information would you be getting or what perspective would you be getting? I would be getting only the very most radical <laughs> and the nothing. So do you think he... At the end of the day, it's good that he's yes. doing what he's doing. Uh, yes, I do. And it took a while to, for it all to settle. Like, I, I'd be fearful if he, Joe didn't exist. What what the information vacuum would be like. That's whether true. Whether That's you true, believe yeah. him or follow him or not, he's providing an important fucking middle ground at, Boom of discussion. at this point. Yeah, Because like you said, without him, it's so far... On either way. No, th this is what I'm saying. Like, I would either be hearing nothing from the, or whatever, the, the status quo from the one side. Sajay Gupta. Yeah. And the other would be... Sam Tripoli. Well, pretty much. These people who are like, if it wasn't this, they were convinced that um, the cabal was coming at you for, it would be something else. Yeah. So this just happens to be like the hot button topic of the moment. But when it wasn't this, it was flat earth and it wasn't that it was, you know? So, and I'm not saying I hate those things. I, I'm just saying like, that's what these people do. But some of those should be in like a, a playful, whatever discussion, not serious lives depend on it. I just, it's, it is such a, another addition to uh don't look up that, one of the sanest places for a discussion is an MMA commentator. I mean, if you want to reduce him to that. Again, I think that's like, we're so far past that at this point. You know what I mean? When you, when I listened to Joe talk to this doctor, yeah, I was like, this, this isn't the same Joe. The, like he was so prepared. He knew exactly what he was talking about. He knew the questions to ask. Oh, he was focused he in. He had, right done, he had together. done his on it that yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just, uh, look and, and right or wrong, whatever Joe's opinions are, are one thing. He is at least, at least having the conversations. Yeah. And like, and, that's what we've always said. And he right? can't plead. He can't be deplatformed. He's too big to fail. But I, I, I wonder if he's hemorrhaging. No. What is he hemorrhaging? Listeners, followers, whatever, <laughs> fans. I think for every one he loses, he makes another one. Like I don't think he it, hemorrhaging. Um, no, I mean if he's hemorrhaging listeners, I don't think I don't know that he cares that much. And they were only the casual listeners, anyways. I think yeah. like the people who were on the fence. Well, yeah. he was trending on Twitter with a whole bunch of people going just, um, just subscribe to Spotify to hear Malone. So I mean I I I think you are right. It, it, the controversy, he's 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 just at a tipping point where it's not going down. I think we talked about it a couple weeks to see ever look at the numbers like oh we might have to switch it up. It's just it's out of control and going strong. Um, so this guy has ten patents. Basically invented the mRNA vaccines we take. As a deep insider, knows knows everyone. The CDC. One of the things I wanted to say in the last podcast is. The heads of the DC, CDC or the NIH go then work for pharmaceutical companies. You know, just like the guy in the environmental yeah, yeah. tech agency then goes to work at Exxon. 
that there has got to stop. Yeah, broken, broken system. Yeah, you can't have that shit anymore. I agree. He wondered out loud, what is big tech's interest in any uh, dissent against vaccines? And obviously the guy's not an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Like that's, that's his bag. He's not profiting off this. Um, the chairman of Reuters is on Pfizer. Yeah, I don't like that. And when you Can't see, like that. When you see Reuters, you're like, this is the, Can't like this is the best news I'm going to get like yeah. without sway or anything. Yeah. Well, that's out the window now. Can't, yeah. Like Reuters was a, a stamp of, no, there's no feelings behind this. This is just, just the facts as you thought it were. They really Sydney Purcelled the whole, have you ever seen a Veep? You know, Veep, where they're like, uh, well, we got to take this guy from Big Oil, but we can't put him on, so we're going to put this guy. But really, Sidney Purcell is going to be calling the shots from behind the scenes. <laughs> no. Well, it's just like that happens all the time, man. I it, bet it does. Look it at Dick is Cheney. too broken. But then th there's no way that the, the head of Reuters is not interested in Pfizer's well, of course, Betrayal. no one wants their stock portfolio to drop 50% overnight because of news that they dropped. Uh, he also said he's, he, he, people have to realize that no one is perfect. Do you know what I mean? I was talking to my friend, his, um, his uh, dad has cancer and he was going to the doctor for years and they thought it was one thing and there's, oh, sorry. It, it, it's this other thing that we should have, like, we, we think in our heads like, the hospital down the road, everyone's just working at 100% dedicated, you know what I mean? But they've got breakups or fucking yeah. own issues. We're, we're all fallible. Mm -hmm. And that is not, that is, that is being taken away from the narrative as we've been moving forward handling this pandemic. Would you agree? I don't know that it's been taken away from the narrative. I don't know about that. But, but in, the, in, the, in the early goings, when we were most concerned, mm -hmm. we were... The majority was steadfast that the powers that be are doing the numbers, working hard as they can, taking care of us, making the best decisions. Thank God we're in their hands. Two years later, there's a lot of like, oh, <laughs> really? You again? Fauci or whoever it is. Correct? And as time goes on, it can only get worse, I imagine. Like I said, Kamar, I was under the mistaken belief that in world crisis... Things would operate dif differently, and I'm sadly mistaken. Yeah, I mean, I, I all I can say is that is not the case, and no, at a time of world chaos, the machine worked harder than it ever has to manipulate and turn profit instead of to help and turn yep. aid. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's really what happened. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't be more dismayed. Like I said, the crow eating the dead squirrel on the road, either way you want to look at it, that's the rest of, the, that's like the rest of the world. Did you ever see the Eddie Murphy clip when he's in the reggae band? No. When he was on the show? No. And the lyrics are like, we speak of freedom and equality. But all we really want is money, money, money. money. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fucking... Dude, that's it. In the early 80s. Like, it's never changed. He says the vaccine should have been reserved for the most vulnerable. Okay. The guy who made them. Yeah. Right? That's concerning. That We were told everyone get them and this thing goes away. 
here, here's, here's my thing now. Okay. Like I said, broken beyond repair. Mm-hmm. The people who are deciding what happens to us. Yeah. Are either wrong or right on both sides. They're never going to meaning that even if they had said done everything, the opposite of what they had done, I still think they would have fucked it all up. It still would have all gotten fucked up. There was no right way. There to do was this. no right way to do this. That's interesting, but that gets everyone off the hook. It's not. No, it just means everyone is to blame. <laughs> <laughs> and if everyone's blamed, then we're all off the hook. It, it fails. Any way we look at it. Yeah, no, I know that doesn't make any sense, but I, I just like, <laughs> if they had come out and said, okay, we're doing nothing. Okay. Nobody get vaccinated. Nobody get uh, whatever. Nobody do anything. We're just, we're going to ride this out and see what the fuck happens. I'm not sure that it would have been any less disastrous or more disastrous than it is right now. You would still be having the same people making the decision to do nothing as opposed to do something. These people we know are corrupt and useless and running a system that is corrupt and useless. So I'm like I'm saying, I'm just not sure on on both sides whether it would have been. We'll never know, right? No. Because we didn't run it the other way. But my my well, gut well, we sort of know. my like, gut feeling Sweden as an example. My gut feeling is that it would have been just as fucked up, but in other ways. I agree. I just feel we're it, fucked. It, we're it, done. It exposed how disjointed everything is. Like it's a little easier to quantify here. There's eleven provinces, and no one did the same thing. And you know what's problem with comparing it to Sweden, Kamar, is that. Who knows what Sweden does? Like, I don't know if Sweden's system is as corrupt as this system is. So, but you would you would compare Sweden to British Columbia? You know, similar populations spread out, that sort of thing. I just don't know what the the like how the government interacts with its people. There. Or we I could don't. look at like say uh, Florida versus California. Like they, th- those are two completely different approaches. Yeah. Yeah. Again. And now we're here. Um, I don't know where. I don't know what is actually going on in Florida. I have no well, idea. I think they've been open. You know I think I mean? they've been open for business the entirety of COVID. And people are wearing masks. And people are wearing masks. Are not? Aren't? I don't believe. No, but they they are. They like, are. You can oh, are if they? you want to. Okay. Some people are worried, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And that that that's the whole thing about being told to do stuff. I'm sure if they said. Tomorrow, here in Ontario, masks are optional. Most people would still wear masks. Yes. I think. I, I know I wouldn't, but I think most people would. I uh, agree. But we're not able to think for ourselves. Um, his big concern <laughs> was informed consent is being blocked. It's knowing as much information yep. as possible as you can. That's, it doesn't even that's make That's a red flag. The second that they're removing those people from Twitter and Instagram and all those places, like... That should be, whether those people are right or wrong, the fact that they're removing anybody is the start of the, like, we're too far gone. This is, it's done. We're done. Yeah, we're in trouble. On every front, too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, on the pharmaceutical, on the oil, on the, this is, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't think there's a, even if you won this one, even if you did the right thing, there's a myriad of other ways that they've already 
fucked everything up on climate change, on whatever. Like, look, it's... Um, <laughs> have you ever watched a smokestack burn its shit into the sky? Like a factory? Yeah. Like, that is within the last hundred years. That's the only time that that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I don't... Whether you want to believe the ice caps are melting or not, that's it. That cannot be good. No, I'm sure it's not. And it's happening in a million smokestacks in a million different places. Like, well, that's what I've always we're had, done. Or recently had trouble with <laughs> is that like there is what the atmosphere is. You know what I mean? Like you think as you go higher, it should get hotter because you get close to the sun. But there's something keeping everything in here. It can't. It can't just escape. Like, yeah, the invisible shield that holds everything the in. Firmament, yeah, exactly. The firmament, exactly. Oh, here we go. No, <laughs> here we go. It'd be, it'd, be like, it'd be like banning all flat Earth, and then they said, "Well, yeah, 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 yeah." What I tell you, flat Earth. Obviously. You know, you look up at Mars. I was trying to say this last week. I got too high. You know, you look up at Mars, yeah. and it's this big. It's like right there. And that's a planet that we can get to. So we know that star is still shining bright. Yeah. Okay. The one next to it that looks identical (laughs) is a hundred billion light years away and has died a death that many years ago. Like, come on, guys, come on. I'm going to talk about more. Uh, Elon was on uh, Lex. Yeah, I heard it. And he said Mars is 12 light minutes away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the first 12, time I've heard that. 12 light minutes. Take the hours out of it. Like, we're getting closer. Well, because Lex said, um, yeah, like, it's a one-way trip. He's like, no. Yeah, okay. We're so going to be going back and forth to Mars all the time. That's a teaser for the post, Joe. We're going to expose everything. Um, he got COVID twice. And I'm starting to think, it's not variants. These are all just different illnesses. That they're all grouping into one that the vaccine did fight and now it doesn't fight. Do you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is ever going to go away. You just think we're, we happen to get three super, super, super deadly things at the same time that have nothing to do with each other? They're not super, super deadly anymore. And I did the math and I think <laughs> for the whole world to get COVID would take a thousand years. Oh, sorry. You, you did the math? I did the math. <laughs> it, might, it, might be, it might even did take Did you carry longer. the one? On his abacus at home, he figured it all out. Yeah, He contends 500,000 people died because they did not have access to hydrochlorine as a... um, Hydrochloroquine? Thank you, Matt. Yeah. As a uh, prophylactic uh, response to this. Sure, I'll I'll believe it. Well, that's a huge indictment. Uh, No one's going to go down through it. No one's going to get off the hook. Is that what you said? Who are you going to point your finger at to say... 500,000 people's lives are on your head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just, well, we didn't know any better. We did the best with the information we had at the time. Yeah, diffusion of responsibility. But he's saying that's not true. He believes there's a concerted effort for the suppression of ivermectin, which we, we've sort of seen in, in real time. Not, not that I'm saying it can cure everything, but we have to draw this sort of conclusion that, like, Nigeria should have died, Right. If this if this was as deadly it is, is it, they're living on top of each other, ninety million people. Like, no, I dude, I don't know. I would have thought Nigeria has like a lot of green space. That's what I would have thought too. It's crowded. It has like one of the busiest highways in the world. The point being is, there's something, and, and we can only say anecdotally that they've all been taking ivermectin there for years. 
maybe that helped him. I mean, maybe, but it didn't even this guy say, or was it the last guy is like the one dose of ivermectin you get is never going to be enough to like retroactively help you when this comes along. Okay. It's that it's more readily available to give to people because they use it over there a lot more than they use it here. The, the point being is it is really interesting to know why Africa got through this better than all of us. Uh, unless the information is not being disseminated, we, we don't know. I that. mean, I don't even know how Africa got through it. Like, I have no idea. I'm not being facetious. I, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm like, I genuinely, I don't even know how we did. Like, we can't even get that information. Yeah. Well, we're going to. What makes you think about, we're getting Africa's information? Well, we're we're next to a province that has a curfew right now, so we're not doing very very well. I don't think. Well, I true. think you're crazy if you don't think similar things are going to happen here. Well, no, I, we had a prediction on the 24th, which I w was pleasantly surprised it didn't happen. I, I know the schools are getting pushed back, but well, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to go any further. Did they push the measure. schools back? I didn't hear that. I just heard that they pushed back the decision to decide about the schools. Well, I think the frustrating we're talking about sidetracked here is all these things are decisions are coming out now with no, there's no like two weeks. We'll revisit it. It's like, this is what it is now. We'll let you know when things are better. Um, natural immunity is superior to the vaccines. That's what he's, he's well, saying. Well, I mean, we've heard that like 10 times now on this podcast. But so. it doesn't stop you from getting COVID again. Even or do the vaccines. Have, no, agreed. But natural immunity, you can still get COVID again. But saying that natural immunity is superior to vaccines will get you taken off. Okay. So that's yeah. concerning. Listen, in I've never... I The idea that people who got... Uh, COVID needed to get vaccinated never made any sense to me. If our immune systems are worth anything that got us here 70 million years later. Well, no, because right? the vaccine is just them doing the exact same thing. It's putting the vaccine inside you, letting your body beat it, and using those antibodies to then fight off the vaccine the next time it comes. And then we double back to what he said is it should only be taken by the most vulnerable. He would prefer natural immunity mm -hmm. as, as an approach to this. Well, again, that's easy to say for Omicron because it doesn't seem to be very bad on you when you get it. But like, what if you're one of those people who got Delta and fucking it fucked your lungs up or something? You know what I mean? So again, I'm not saying who's right or wrong. I don't know. Chances are I'm wrong, but I'm still confused. I didn't listen to this guy and was like, well, I would do, I would, I don't even think I would do anything differently at this point because... I would still get the, the vaccine and just, I guess, take my chances on what's going to happen 10 years from now, the same way you would not get the vaccines and take your chances with COVID. Uh, well, I, I got double vaccinated and I feel um, invincible to everything. And I probably don't. He, he made his point that <laughs> people do, do think that way. Yeah. And so that may be a reason why that could be a contributing factor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to spit in everyone's mouth and everyone's going to spit in my mouth. Well, we're going to start sharing joints again. We're going to start, uh, oh, you want a sip of my beer? That kind of shit. Yeah, I imagine that happens for sure. I've shared a joint since this has happened. I've watched. I made out with it with a stranger. I don't give a fuck. And that was, I was on <laughs> You wonder why I'm behind this thing. <laughs> you can't catch AIDS through plastic. Um, he said the lockdown is more harm than good. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I would agree with that. 
back to what you're saying though. If in ten years from now you find out you have this irreversible thing because of vaccines, you're gonna be upset. Of course. Okay. Uh, he dropped a joke on uh, Joe. Kamar, I'm upset now that I took these and I didn't have the right info. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? I would have rather that I had heard this podcast before. I still think I would have done it. I don't know. I would. It would be a different scenario. But like I said, one way or another, you're taking your chances with something. So, Do you, And you think you'd be less uh, quick to insist other people get it? You knew what you knew. You'd be more. It's a. You were the only person I insisted get it, and it was only because I thought your reasoning was retard. R dash tarded. Just because I had a feeling. It Um, wasn't a feeling. You were like, I don't like anybody telling me what to do, and to me, that's a weird. uh, But whatever, man. Well, he he says that mandates are illegal, but we'll get to that. well, that's kind of where I found the one thing I found very weird about this was his whole like, "You are a great American." And I found that angle just like there's a little kind of irked me a little bit. Podcast, Fizzreal, Fizzreal, yeah, Fizzreal, Fizzreal. That was kind of funny, and it's very glowing that the Palestinians don't have um, the same access, and because Fizzreal's on their fourth booster right now, and Palestine's doing better, and it's like. That's enough for me to know it doesn't make a difference and natural immunity is the most. Don't you agree? I mean, again, it's a very... Anecdotal. I, I just don't... Is it because they're talking about Israel and they're all living in cities and then in Palestine? I, like, I don't know. I don't know what it's like over there. I don't know. Is the healthcare in Israel far superior than uh, the healthcare in Palestine? Well, you're saying no because they're the same amount of people sick? No, He's the, saying that Palestine is doing much better and they haven't had any access to vaccines. And it, and it's so close. It's not like you can't compare here to Sweden. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's going on there, but they're the same people. It's, it's, it's such a small area. Yeah, all I'm saying is if those people are living in high rises over there and just down the street, all of those people are living in like kibbutzes. Well, yeah, I think it makes a difference how the disease is going to get spread but uh, yeah but even then you're actually arguing against yourself because the palestinians are living in like i'm not arguing against any i have no fucking idea man i have no stance on this i'm just fair consider me switzerland (laughs) that's the best place to be um theirs is totally inadequate but it's the best we have was his reply and that's when people report adverse side effects or whatever yeah well i mean i just don't what you can't force obviously you can't force anybody to do anything what? what do you think they're going to report when they get, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's also, it's suppressible. As we know, like a company may want information to get out, but to people have been using it as a thing, like a point of reference. And, but it, it, he's saying there's no, it's what we have, but don't, don't even bring up Varys Cause that's not going to help you. Cause it's too inaccurate. I mean, Joe's brought it up a bunch. And I'd be surprised if he continues after this discussion. Uh-huh. This guy said you really can't use Vera's as an arguing point. Three thousand dollars per death for COVID in a hospital. Again, we're assuming this is just the states, though, right? We're assuming this is just the states. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We can't afford to do that here. No, we could afford. Well, there's no incentive here, right? Or... Like for us, the incentive is to keep people out of the hospital to keep them 
So I don't, I mean, if that is the case in the States, it's insane. I mean, I would assume, Matt, that there's some scam that goes on here in our medical sure, system. Sure, of course. I'm not saying we're without we fault. We just don't, don't realize, it's $30, you know? It's $30, it's, it's, $30 American, though, which is like 20 grand. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I... I, I I mean, we still have, we're, our system is still influenced by big pharma. It's just not done in the same way it is over there, but we're, we're all still susceptible to those same. Um, are you saying the pharmaceutical companies are paying the hospitals $3,000 per COVID death? Is that, who's paying the 3,000 pesos? I have no fucking idea. I don't even the understand government. why they're the paying government. anybody. Okay. Like I, I, I don't for the life of me. Yeah. We're, we're, we, we think we're very similar, but we're very different. Um, the bright point uh, for me was a Canadian consortium pointed out the data manipulation. That was a bright point for you. Well, we're we're in, we're in play. We're in play. Well, Joe thinks we're so horrible, but we did something to on Joe's side or, or whatever that means. The problem, the problem, the real problem. One of them is this: is like this guy mentions this Canadian consortium that sounds legit. Right now, for all we know, it could be legit. There's a 50% chance it is. There's a 50% chance that if we dug deep, it could be like some right wing. Uh, you know what I mean? They oh, all, it must be. They all have super legit sounding names. All of these think tank. All of these and the left ones too. They all have like people for America or, you know, the whatever. The point is, is like, we don't know what this consortium is all about. Anyway, what's up, Simon? You're staring at me through the fucking. No, I'm not. I was just thinking like. Tank. You know, if you if you have a business, let's say, mm-hmm. your thinking on this whole thing is is going to be different than somebody who doesn't have one because you're bound into some rules of the game that maybe somebody else doesn't have. Like if one of us worked for Pfizer, we'd be saying like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, guys! Let's, <laughs> let's pump the brakes here." Let's not jump to conclusions. Well, I assume that uh, if you're working for Pfizer right now, you're probably not announcing that to the public yeah i mean Would i was just saying hypothetically you know yeah no, i still pay i'm still painting um so I, joe I had a point i don't even remember what the fuck i was talking about <laughs> jesus christ joe what happens man joe asked got him you. how all oh, the, no he uh, is yeah okay I'm, go that was my fault simon Go. Uh, it doesn't matter. Joe kept asking. We've him. lost. <laughs> he, he was very careful not to say this is what it is. Oh, this guy was like a, lawyered up. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. That is a wonderful hypothesis, Joe. One you should be making. I, however, did not make it. A conspiracy-minded person would <laughs> yeah. think something like that. A smart man would assume that that statement is correct, Joe, and I know you to be a smart man. Yeah. So He thinks it's financial incentives and political ass covering, which, again, the politicians are more worried about themselves than they are you. Yes. In the weird way. And if they can convey being worried about you is good for them, then it works. Oh, just, uh, this is sort of a sidebar. Did you guys know, I've said this before, well, he brought it up, because there's a- Was any of that English? No, no, it wasn't. You you sounded like Will Ferrell, like sleepwalking. This is sort of a sidebar. Girls are born with all their eggs. Cool. (laughs) Did you know that? Did you know that? I don't know. Like, no. As opposed to what? You make sperm all the time. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. They gotcha. don't make eggs. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They but just it, have X amount. They have X amount and that's it. And once those are gone, it's over. Well, that's why women freeze their eggs. 
I know. I just, I, I just thought it was a cool thing that because you brought up because some issues are uh, uh, there could be issues with um, the period. It got a little technical, dude. Fuck, <laughs> he's fucking his toe with a lighter, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but it, it, it could. The vaccines could contribute to depopulation. Uh, yeah. If it if it affects like saving ourselves might kill ourselves. It's he also said it's foolish to not think there's not a level of toxicity in the vaccine because it's trying to kill the. <laughs> Imagine the saddest irony if the vaccine ended up killing five percent of the population and COVID four. No COVID like point zero one. I don't look up. It, we it just might end up that way, but I think he pretty much told you that's what's going to happen. We've all we're all going to start getting diseases way earlier than we did before. I lost my eyesight right away. Like we can already see it happening. You know this fucking guy. Uh, toxicity in the vaccine, though, like that was never presented. That you, you're this is not good for you. It what's in it? It's the same way. Maybe on a much lesser level. Remember in uh, Drugstore Cowboy, the, the 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 drug that killed AIDS almost killed you. If you're lucky, you survived. Mm-hmm. That's the same idea with these vaccines. You're taking this thing that it, it's got low level of toxicity, but that's what's fighting the, the COVID. So that was in Drugstore Cowboy? That was in... Um, no, you're right. It was, uh, the AIDS one with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, sorry, not Drugstore Cowboy. What was that called? Oh, Dallas Buyers yeah, Club. Dallas Buyers Club. I'm so sorry. Drugstore Cowboy is with uh, just about, uh, River what's Phoenix his and Matt Dillon just Rats, doing drugs. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not River Phoenix. What are you talking about? I'm just all over the place. Corey it was Feldman. John Voight and uh, and um, what's his fucking? Oh, name Dustin there? Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. That's Midnight Rats, Cowboy. So. What did I say? Drugstore Cowboy. Oh, Drugstore Cowboy is with <laughs> Matt Dillon. That's what that's what and, Kamar said. Yes, that's what Kamar said. <laughs> this guy, it's with John Voight. <laughs> that's that's not that. No, that's Midnight Cowboy. He thinks like. boosters is ridiculous because it's not it's not it's diminishing returns. You just don't keep jacking yourself up with this stuff, and it's going to be like, well, if two doses does as much, six doses. It's not. But that I thought way. I looked. I thought I looked into it, and I thought I found. I thought I saw that all of the childhood vaccines we got. You needed like three or four doses. You thought you did. You don't know if you did. No, you you do need multiple doses. Like I remember when I took my kids to get their shots, they it wasn't just one and done. Some of them you got one and then you got another one 12 months later or whatever. Again, these are completely different technologies. Yeah, no, agreed. And clearly we can see that this isn't a case where they've like planned it out and said in 12 months, you're going to come back and get another shot. They're just like, oh, there's a new one, a new strain, just plug them full of another vaccine, the same vaccine again. It was just interesting hearing the guy saying, the one who invented it saying, you don't do this. But he's being blocked and suppressed. But didn't it kind of feel, and again, I'm sure this isn't true, (laughs) but didn't it kind of feel like it was like the guy who claimed he invented fucking the slinky? It was a group of people. And... Who knows who really invented the slinky? You know what I mean? Well, he has 10 patents, so that sort of backs him up. But how does he make not make any money off of the mRNA vaccine if he owns the patent? No, he's saying he's not making any money coming out and saying what he's saying. 
No, but he must have made an awful lot of money throughout this pandemic, no? I don't think he did. I think he made money selling the patent to Pfizer to make the MRA. Yeah, vaccine. I'm sure they I gave see. him a great I deal see. of money for said patent. <laughs> okay. But he's saying now, moving forward, this isn't any financial advantage to me. Right. I'm I've already made all my money on the back end, and now. Maybe he's bitter. That's such a good flex. Sell your patent to a company and then immediately go out and be like, that thing I patent, it's fucking trash. Yeah. And it's going to kill no, everyone. He was saying it's trash. He's saying it's not being used yeah, the yeah, way he invented it and how he thought it would be. Um, I mean, if you're going to believe the guy that was on before this guy, then of course the pharmaceutical companies would be like, yeah, yeah, you guys probably need like, I don't know, four, maybe 13, five of these things. Totally, Matt. I, I, I'm in agreement. I, I admit, I, I, like I've said it a million times, I bet I'm wrong. But it does feel like I'm this wrong. guy was just part of this system until now. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I agree, like yeah. he was a huge cog in the big pharma industry, and now he's decided that, like, he's already made a billion dollars, and that's the, that's the only way this happens. But it can't happen because of the Emergency Authorization Act would be the world class action suit against. I didn't realize that once they repeal. That that goes away. I didn't realize that. What's then that? we can sue. He was this guy was saying that once they repeal the Emergency Measures Act, the like the the all of a sudden you can sue the pharmaceutical companies if like you were to get sick from the vaccine. Well, there you go. Like then for sure you know that they're never repealing. Yeah, that. we're locked down We're just in a state of yeah. continuous one form or another. Yeah, it's twenty thirty two. We've been locked down for ten years. Yeah, pretty much. I thought he said it's interesting how we operate. We're always prepared for the last war. Yeah, that makes sense, though. And I don't know how we foresee things, but I guess we thought we were foreseeing this with the gain of function, and it just, it just didn't work out. No, but lots of people saw that there was going to be a viral pandemic. Yeah. They, yeah. That was out there. They fucking, anyways, whatever. So well, some people saw it for sure, just not. Well, if we if we saw it, we may have had a um, factory in this country that made PPE and vaccines. Yeah, no, I, I guess they just didn't believe the fucking uh, Paul Revere's as they were riding their horses down the street that the British were coming. You know, he was against anyone being mandated to do this. He think that was illegal. Yeah, you mentioned that. That'd be nice if we could sue the government. But we weren't forced. Sorry, were you mandated to do anything? Mandated, like, if you don't, you face a uh, penalty? Yeah. No. No. Still also, so, you could go to anywhere essential still. They weren't, like... So it's a real... The mask mandate might have been... Might maybe illegal? I don't know. Again, you don't have to wear a mask. Like, you can go into any of these businesses and say... I have a reason to not wear this mask from my doctor. They can't even ask what the reason is, Matt, and they cannot turn you away. We got close, but you weren't allowed to travel and certain things. They've made it they've made it uncomfortable and annoying to do certain things if you're not vaccinated. That's where we're And at. as we discussed earlier, that's not one of the three functions. Well, like no, someone hit I'm me not up. saying it's right. I'm just like, we got to be careful what words we're using, you know? No, he, I, I, he said he said he thinks mandates are illegal, but we weren't actually mandated, so I don't no, know. No, I'm just talking about us here now. We were put in a chokehold to say uncle. Well, it's like uh, a listener hit me up this week and asked, they were like, can Joe really not get into Canada for this 420 show? 
And I looked it up. Joe can. <laughs> it's the it's the venue. What do you mean? British Columbia has no... He can go to British Columbia unvaccinated, but this, the Rogers Center or wherever he was, all performers have to be vaccinated there. A public or a private he, enterprise he can You can find a different venue. Gotcha. Do okay. all that stuff. But I was even just going to say, I think he might have to, because he's unvaccinated, he might have to quarantine, and that alone would make him not come. Because why would he quarantine for a couple days to do one show? No, I think I think it's just the venue requires all performers and employees to be vaccinated. But but British, I think they go to British Columbia, no problem. I think they can. I thought kind, performers had an exemption from everything. Sorry, Simon. Go no, ahead. no, that's okay. I think they can kind of get the same um, end result by just making it really difficult for people to do things without actually saying, "Yeah, you can't do. You can't come in." But if you do come in, like you said, you're going to have to follow these fucking ridiculous rules, and then you're not going to want to come anyways. So it's kind of like self censorship. Listen, we know that the government. Let's look at the Native Americans. They sign. The government writes these terrible deals up, makes them sign them. They sign them, and then 30 years, 20 years later, sometimes 10 years later, the government then reneges on them or is just, like, aggressively trying to break them without breaking them because they know they're like, what, are you going to take us to court? How much is that going to cost? Quebec is a $3,000 fine if you're out past the curfew. What? And Austria, if Shut you don't the get fuck vaccinated, up. you could be charged up to $4,000. No That's crazy. Way. There's crazy That's shit going bananas. around. No way. That's that out of control. crazy. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Three grand, dude. Go fuck yourself. Three to six. Three I to think s- if you're in a group of people out of curfew, you're fucked. I was awake at 4.30 this morning. Yeah. Just just awake. Yeah. We understand what awake means. And I heard a hockey game going on. Okay. Like people were playing pickup hockey at 4.30 in the morning. Wow, By the moonlight. Oh, yeah, that's the best. You could well, hear the, them though. The thought of playing shitty now makes my bones. Oh, did you? Could you ever skate? I wasn't good, but I could skate. Do you ever skate and play shitty? Well, I, we, I used to play like a lot of like Glendale rink hockey, but I'm a terrible skater. But you go out, be all pumped, and just slip once, an elbow, oh, a hip, and you're like, "This is the worst thing ever." Because there's way people are way sure on skates and just you know like skate circles around you. Yeah. In my last days, I used to go to shitty in equipment. And just to get laughed at. But I was like, <laughs> I want to p- participate, yeah, but I can't. But I'm not getting But I'm not hurt. breaking Each my fucking ice yeah. is just crazy. Well, man. that was the beauty of Glendale, Kamar, no boards. Yes. So. Yeah, you just bail into the snow. No, I had a buddy growing up that was like a double A hockey player. He'd just fucking skate circles around you. He'd kill you on the ice if he wanted. All my friends were fucking amazing hockey players, and I was well, Yeah, you had Ryan was insane, terrible. right? Child abuse. I had so many friends yeah, that were really, guy. really good hockey players. But wasn't players. Ryan like almost... Ryan was really good. Adam Wilson skater. was really good. Skating like, is yeah. the key. The, the stick handling and everything is another thing, but just so sure on skates. Like stopping on skates hardcore, you know? Yeah, no, I always found skates uncomfortable, so it just never seemed like a thing I wanted to do. I was just like, I will always and forever until I'm 30 get crushed size-wise out there. So there's no... And the other thing is you need a parent who's willing to go to the rink. Wake up early in the morning. Early to do it. Like, I wasn't willing to do that with my son, so that's probably why he doesn't play (laughs) hockey. And he just swears and curses in the basement. In the basement, yeah. I really fucked that up. Yeah, way to go, Simon. But I tried to get him into all sorts of other sports that I was willing to go and do. Yeah. Like basketball, tennis, all sorts of different ones. Night game. I just didn't like the cold arena, that one. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I didn't dig it. Yeah, I, I can't skate. Um, I, anyways. 
Yeah, we got off. Uh, he then there was we've talked about all day. There's a big dick suck at the end. Your work is so great. Well, Joe, you're quite. I think at one point he said that is a brilliant question. Oh I, yeah, it was. Well, I was, said that a bunch of times. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's laying it on thick. The and best was he was like, and I'm not trying to lay it on thick. I was like, but you are. The only thing that made me go, oh, this feels dirty, is when they started to bring up social credit system. And like, what is what do you have to mRNA and like what, what are we talking about? But there is a social credit system in place. You fucking get a credit card, you don't pay, you can't get a loan. Like it's it's here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You talk about some dystopian thing down the road. It's here. <laughs> so they make it seem like everybody just has amazing credit and you can get any loan from the bank if you want. Like no, I'm not that they guy. look at all sorts of different things. Tons you of stuff. Do, not like they're trying to make a good bet on you, you know, so any information they can get, they're going to use. Listen, I don't, I agree. This social credit score, like if that really is where we're heading, fuck man. Like this is going to be the worst. I'm putting back to you. We're not heading there. We're there. Okay, fine. It's, all, it's already sure. there. It's so. too late. I agree. Come on. It, it, it right. isn't though. Cause a social credit score is like you were rude to this waiter and now everyone that meets you knows you are rude to a waiter because your score went down. Like it's. Like, I think it's more. It's more like, like the Uber score. I like think if it's you're a more di- like you well, voted that, this there. way, that's and that's not the consent way to go. You know what I, I guess mean? It's, it won't it's, be that. Guess at a personal level, but obviously, if no one likes you on Uber, you're out. If no Uber drivers like you, you're out. Yelp is sort of the same thing. Like there's all these. Yeah, but you see how easy it is for somebody to make a bad review about you. Like, it takes no time at all out of their life as you try and, like, pick up the pieces to your social score. No, but what I'm saying is, like, hold on, though. But, like, in the Uber case, like, an Uber driver, you'd have to be a real dick for them to go to your way and for them to leave you a bad review. Who knows? (laughs) <laughs> who well, knows well, there are a lot of vindictive people out there Tim Matt, Dillon, who have nothing enough, better sure. to do than to fuck your shit up Tim you know? Dillon's banned from Airbnb <laughs> yeah there you there, go there, there, are, there are social credit scores all over the place and we choose to participate now whether it just becomes all or nothing that would be the worst um, lastly he said the idea of giving these vaccines to children is unconscionable I'm so fucking confused. Like I, it, I mean, I don't have kids, luckily, so I don't, I don't have, have to, to make, make this that choice. Decision. I have to do it for a 17 year old, which isn't much better because they're in like a yeah, he's high risk, high risk according uh, to these people. Yeah, according to who I don't know. Like, and you had to make it without informed consent. Yeah, well, like I like I've said the whole time, Kamar, we've been operating within this thing. You know what I mean? Like it's all happening in real time. So unfortunately, we don't have the ability to look back right and that's kind of what i was saying earlier like i have a business so some of the decisions i make are based on the rules that are out there that i have to if every if somebody gets covid who works for me then everything shuts down you know what i mean so my best um thought is do whatever it takes to make sure that they don't get that if that was the going thing was vaccinating well then that made the most sense at the time obviously we didn't have all the information but that's because it was happening in real time so all like those are real decisions that you have to make and we made them but we can we can look back we can't change anything yeah again we don't know if look there this guy is saying (laughs) The doom and gloomers are saying that in 10 years, 
it'll it'll make you say we don't know that either you know what i mean so keep your fingers crossed i guess is all you can do no you keep your eyes open well that's to look for aliens but to try and not die from the vaccine just keep your fingers crossed rating boys this is one of those ones where it's either a one or a four, depending on, or a one or a five, depending on how accurate the information is, yeah. right? If this guy's true, it's a four. If it's not true, yeah, it's a zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, I mean, I feel like if this guy's right, then I am going to be dead within five years, and my dad's going to be doing a jig at my funeral. That's it. I guess that's it. No one has anything to say. Okay. Right, boy. I, I just it was such a depressing um I guess I give it a I guess I give it a two. I it was just all COVID talk. And again, I can't I guess this guy's legit just given all of his you know, he didn't have like a McCullough background or uh I, I don't know. I just I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. I I wanna be done with this. Two. I give it a two. I give it a four as long as he's right about what he said. Well, again, I give it a four as well if this guy's bang on, but I'm just going to give it a two for the sake of I don't want to fucking talk about COVID anymore. I don't want to do the research to find out if he's right there or not. There you go. So that I'm two. giving him a two. Okay. No, I'm giving him a four. And hoping it is that he's right. Kamar, you gave it a four, right? I gave it a four. All right. Well, that's a week. What a fucking week. Terrible Happy 2020. Week. Well, whatever, Simon. It's, uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, thank you so much to BetterHelp. Don't forget to check them out. It's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E for 10% off your first month. We want to thank them double time for uh, the big renewal. That's huge for us. Thank you to BetterHelp. Go check them out. We have a Twitter and Instagram. They're at J-R-E-E podcast. You can also follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. We have a subreddit. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. Shoutouts to RV. RV, we hope you're having a great year. Thanks for taking holding down the Reddit. Uh, and then of course the Patreon. Patreon.com slash JREE pod slash JREE podcast, I think. I don't I don't remember. Whatever. Go to our Patreon. It's JREE Podcast. That is it. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as five dollars a month. For that five dollars, you will get the post show. It is the show after the show where we shoot the shit. And you will also get the backlog of old episodes of This Won't Age Well. The show where we went back, we did what we do here on uh, some older episodes. It's a nice way to support the show, and we would appreciate it greatly. And then, of course, the website. If you want to buy some merch, Simon has a a plethora of designs sitting in front of me that I'm going to sift through this week. So look out. Maybe there's some new uh, JREE fucking shirts out there you want to buy. Or maybe there won't be. Who knows? Limited. They'll be limited, too. We move hot. Everything's limited. Um, That being said, we hope you you have a great year. We hope you, uh, I don't know, we hope you're staying safe. Omicron, Delta, COVID free. Crows eating squirrels. We hope you and your family are well. And yeah, we don't hope for doom and gloom this year. We hope for a very Bob Marley type of 2022. Just peace and love. No woman, no cry? Yeah, I shot the sheriff. All we really want is money, money, money. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your fingers crossed and keep your eyes open.